This is professional wrestling legend, downtown Bruno, who is privileged enough to be on the Oversell Podcast. It is episode 124, and we are looking back at WrestleMania weekend. Get ready. This is the Oversell Podcast! Gentlemen, I am surprised I have the energy to pull off that intro this week because, man, it was an exhausting weekend. I'm still, I got back Monday uh, and I'm still exhausted. I'm still trying to catch up on my sleep, but welcome to the Oversell Podcast. My name is Derek. Hi, Mike. Joining us tonight is a guy who also went down to New Orleans for WrestleMania weekend. Arnez is here in studio. Hey, we are also live for the first time streaming on Twitch. So this is... A new thing, so uh, if you want to watch us live, record, and see me bumble up things, even though I didn't bumble anything up tonight. Not yet. Not still yet, early, so. <laughs> and you're still very tired. Yeah, I, that I am. Um, let's see, where do we want to start with WrestleMania weekend? Thursday, I got... First off, let me tell you about my drive down. <laughs> tell us that. I left yeah, I at 5 o'clock uh, uh, after work. Get down to about Cenotopia. Traffic comes to a stop. Oh, you too? Apparently a fuel truck went off the side of the road and they had to clean that up. And Mm. they had to get all the fuel out, pump the fuel out of the thing before they can move the trailer. So I uh, had to wait through that. Added an hour and a half onto my drive. (laughs) So I got to there around 1 a.m. Should have been there about 11. Then, of course, a couple bathroom breaks, fill up for gas pumping dumps and stuff like that. So I got down to New Orleans at 1 a.m., uh, got to hang out with my cousin Ted all weekend. We had a blast. Uh, the first show we went to, Arnez was at this show. Ryan Drosty and Justin Joint of Top Rope Nation, Shaggy, and uh, Fred Feltner, Ben Peters, uh, and a host of other people uh, were at Progress noon Friday. And holy crap! It was an awesome show. An awesome crowd. I, I have seen, I, I got to see a lot of wrestlers live that I probably will never get to see wrestle live again. I know at that show, we got to see Ring Kampf. We got to see yes. Mustache Mountain. You've seen Mustache Mountain. You know who they are, right? Tyler Bate, Trent Seven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we got to see Pete, Pete Dunn, Dunn uh, Jeff Jimmy, Cobb. Jeff Cobb. Keith Lee. Keith, Keith Lee was awesome. Oh, yeah. Uh, we got to see, uh, of course, uh, we said Pete Dunn. Tony Storm. Tony Storm. Oh, uh, oh, tr- oh, trust <laughs> me. I saw her wrestle twice this weekend, and she and she is even more ridiculous looking in person. Oh. And I mean that in the absolute, and I mean that in the absolute nicest way. We also got to see at that show Matt Riddle and Jimmy Havoc. Yes, uh, Matt Riddle was the all star of the weekend. He worked eight shows that weekend. I thought eight. it was more. Damn, it seems like it. But when you think of, I mean, that's eight matches. Yeah, uh, and they were all. You know, he had progress at noon. I'm sure he wrestled at Evolve that night, and then he wrestled another Evolve show. Then after that, they had Joey Janela's spring break. Yeah, so he wrestled that. at that. Um, he wrestled James Ellsworth, and he <laughs> starts off the match running full speed and goes for a flying knee, and James he misses James Ellsworth, and James Ellsworth points to a chin like, you can't hit, which there's nothing there. 
I didn't go to Joey Janelle's. I just heard that one. Right. Um, but Progress, Walter. Yeah, with- Wal- Walter. Uh, David Starr, pretty yes. good, too. I, yes. I, I really liked him. But Walter's just a big dude. Like I said, if, Mus- if Mussolini was a wrestler, he looked like he'd be Walter. <laughs> um, and he gave these chops to where when he chopped somebody. You saw that picture of um, what guy? It, it happened, like, happened like two days ago. I think I got it at WrestleMania or something. A picture of some guy's chest. I swear. It, it literally looked like he poured barbecue sauce on this guy's chest. It was so <laughs> red. No, I mean, I'm not even joking. I'm like, who in their right mind would sit there and take those chops? Thankfully, like when he wrestled that match with David Starr, I mean, David Starr had, had, get, literally has like enough hair, more hair on his chest than most of us do on our head. So that <laughs> definitely absorbs some of the blow. But Jesus, I mean, he probably has the most lethal chops in wrestling that I probably ever seen. Damn. And we seen Flair, Benoit, Steamboat, but Walter is just on another level. Um, I really, I kept, after that progress show, if I was just walking around, I started walking like Mustache Mountain when they come out. I just started doing the little, just that little <laughs> junk, or I don't know what. I don't know. <laughs> hey, it was nice. I liked it though. It was I like music. Um, see, uh, what other matches did I like from that? Pro- I liked all of them. Matt Riddle, getting to see him wrestle live. Mm-hmm. Him and Jimmy Havoc had a great match. Um, the main event, Travis Banks and um, Strickland Shane. Travis. I, I was very Travis ha- fucking Banks. I was, I was very happy to see Strickland Shane wrestle for the first time because, well, in person. Because I've seen him on Lucha Underground as Killshot. Mm-hmm. And I really wanted to see him in person. He was re- he was really good. He was. He was. Um, the chants for progress were yeah. so much fun. And the te- opening tag team against the Grizz- Mustache Mountain. Grizzled Young Vets. The Grizzled Young Vets. They couldn't get a word in. You Because he wouldn't shut up. Well, it, it, well, and like the reason he wouldn't shut up is because he was getting so much heat on it. I mean, oh. he, he would open his mouth and the crowd would just boo him relentlessly. I, yeah, he, yeah he, got, he got some good heat on that, but Jesus, that, it, it literally felt like it went forever. I mean, damn near put Mustache Mountain to sleep. Yep, twice. <laughs> um, and, but you know, their chants going through that. Uh, what their their bro chants with Matt Riddle. I mean, it, the, this progress crowd is just yeah, it, it's, it's nuts. It, it was an insane crowd, and everyone was just cool, and it was just it was just very refreshing for such a yeah nice I mean, easy going wrestling crowd. And, and Keith Lee was a was a surprise too, because like if you like if you say you say Matt Riddle was the MVP, I say Keith Lee because. He wrestled in, in a, he wrestled at Access, which, and he wanted Access. I mean, how often do you see a guy who's not contracted, barely even announced, and he's beating the contracted talent at NXT? And on top of wrestling, I know he wrestled Progress, he wrestled Evolved, and God know, I can guarantee he probably had eight or eight or ten matches that weekend alone. Yep, bask in his glory. Yeah. That's what he, you have to bask in the glory of Keith Lee. Bad. Yeah, I, I, got a, I, got a, I got a picture with him. That dude is huge. Um, just I got standing to, next to him. So later that night, uh, around 8 p.m., was WWN Super Show Mercury Rising. Holy shit. Matt Riddle and Will Ospreay had the best match of the weekend. Uh, we need to talk about Will Ospreay, too. Yes. Because that was probably the most cringeworthy match that he had at Progress. Because everybody saw what happened to him in New Japan, like barely even a, a week prior, when he almost broke his neck on that Spanish fly, and here he is days later. I mean, Kalis, I mean, KT taped 
all up, all around his shoulder, his back, his neck. And here he is still breaking out Spanish flies in the ring. Yeah, well, um, it's funny you mentioned that. Uh, move that mic just a little bit closer. Right. Um, it's funny you mentioned that. He got on the apron during his match with Matt Riddle, and he teased a Spanish fly. <sighs> the crowd was like, no, 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 no. And using that distraction, Matt Riddle gets behind him and does a German on the apron. And I'm just, I stood out of my seat holding my hair like, oh, you, you're going to kill yourself. And then just so much other normal Will Ospreay spots, him flying around. And at some point, Matt Riddle gets a bro lock on him. Uh-huh. Will Ospreay climbs to the top rope and jumps off and does a moonsault. And referees come out to check on him and everything. And once they realize it was okay, Matt Riddle got back on the attack and threw another knee to the back of his head. And that's an that's another call for MVP of the weekend because Will Ospreay yeah. just, you know, coming off that guy. Sca- that, that guy's a madman. Coming off such a scary injury, and he performed tons of matches there. Um, it was just incredible. Just, that's a top. That, that's a top level performer right there. But he. But let's be honest. If that was anybody else, they they would have basically canceled every booking they had that weekend, with just with that what happened in New Japan alone. But for him to be in the ring more than more than once in a day and still perform at that level is just unreal. It didn't slow. It didn't you couldn't you wouldn't even know he was injured. With the, uh, yeah, it was just it it was nuts. Apparently, at the Progress show the next day. Um, he told everyone, listen, kind of got hurt a little bit last night. Um, I'm not, we're not going to do the regularly scheduled match. We're going to do an intergender tag match. And apparently that was like one of the best matches of the weekend. So all these guys, every match you saw was just people pouring their hearts and souls into what they did. Exactly. Um, Keith Lee was at Evolve. Zach got to see Zach Sabre Jr. wrestle live with some heart. Him and this dude were just smacking the shit out of each other. Uh, Relentlessly, and didn't Keith didn't Keith Lee lose the the WNW championship to who he lost it to? I forgot. It was the same day as the Progress show. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I know the my weekend. I, I don't want. I don't want to say. I don't want to say it wasn't Thatcher, was it? No, no. I don't. It was. It was, uh, it was somebody else. But I know. I know he. I know he lost the match that day. Let's see. Uh, let's see who he wrestled. This is on. That was Friday, Friday night. Friday night. 8 p.m. Um, that was a show I didn't go to because I took, you know, I, t- I took heed to this podcast prior, you know, don't overextend yourself on WrestleMania weekend because you can get exhausted. Right. And, boy, and boy, were they right. Because you can easily get exhausted on just trying to go to every single show. And it, it gets busy down there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But, um. Got to meet after the Evolve show. Got to meet Matt Riddle, take a picture with him. Man, and um, he was selling merch. So I was like, uh, you know, uh, first up, the first that before that show, I met Osprey to get a picture with him, and uh, and I got a shirt was I think thirty bucks total. Oh, that's not bad. No, no, it's pretty no, good. It's all right. It's all right. And I got a shirt. It actually says Will Osprey versus Louisiana State Athletic. Yeah, Commission. I saw that. Those <laughs> those are one of the best. Those are one of the best shirts I've seen all week. I kind of hate I didn't get that one. Um. So I got that shirt and got a picture with him. Matt Riddle, I bought this. I'm wearing it right now. The bro abides. Um, and I was like, can I get a picture too? And he's like, of course, bro. And it, it was just, I just had to pay for the shirt. So, and 
we I want to talk about this in this era of wrestling. Uh, here's one thing I love about it more: um, the old guard people like Bill Dundee, mm-hmm. and, and and this is gonna I'm probably gonna get killed by you Memphis wrestling fans, <laughs> but but, and, but it goes the, those old school wrestling mentalities of we're all just stupid marks. We should just watch the show and be happy. And you know, I got an autograph from Bill Dundee at the Legends of Memphis Wrestling show last year, uh-huh. and he could not seem interested in all and i had to talk to his handler which i think was his wife well, is usually his wife and you know he did he didn't interact with me at all and it just that old school mentality like the undertaker has it when he's doing stuff like you know we're all just stupid marks you know just watch a show this new guard of wrestling <coughs> excuse me um you know wrestlers are approachable very it shows mm-hmm you know, they'll talk to you. And it wasn't just like, you know, here's 20 bucks, here's take a picture and leave. I mean, he talked to you. He yeah, said, exactly. What's up, bro? Did you enjoy the show? And stuff like that. Kenny Omega, we had a quick conversation. Emma, I had a good conversation with. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, it's just, it's, it's, it's awesome how approachable the wrestlers are. Yeah, I got a picture with uh, Mercedes Martinez leaving as she was leaving the Progress Show because, you know, the building that they had because the Pontchartrain Center, you know, was where they had all these shows at. And there was a hotel right next door. So I'm assuming a lot of people from mainly Shine Mm -hmm. were staying there. Probably a lot of the WWN guys. Yeah. yeah. Um, But it's just amazing how approachable. Will Ospreay was just really cool. Yeah, and they, 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 they and this they, I mean they just seem so they just seem like regular people. They just seem like normal people, you know, as long as you don't you like like the first rule in progress is don't be a dick and you'll pretty much you know, you can get a picture, you can get a quick conversation with a lot of these guys. Mm-hmm. You know, like I, I almost got a picture with Tony Storm, but you know, I was uh, I was like trying to call Uber and she was like, I don't know, sixty feet in front of me. Mm-hmm. So I wasn't just gonna like run up behind her and try to chase her down <laughs> for a picture. But trust me I did, but I wanted to. Oh yeah. But um but yeah, uh, I like how approachable all the wrestlers were. Um, I got to talk to Mean Gene Oakland over the weekend. He was at that's we, cool. We walked into the hotel to take a piss while we were walking around before WrestleMania, and he was just sitting down there. And I was like, I just walked up, Mr. Oakland. I'm a fan of yours, and I, you know, thank you for everything. He was like, Well, he stopped. He, you know, he looked at me. And he said, How you doing? I was like, Doing good. Ready for WrestleMania. And he, I wore my I'm sorry, I love you shirt, which is Shawn Michaels <laughs> super kicking. He really got a kick out of that. And, <laughs> yeah, he was. It was just really cool just to get to talk to me and Gene, shake his hand. Yeah, and I saw a lot of like I went. I was at Sheridan for WrestleCon. You know, I spent quite a bit of time at the Sheridan, even though I wasn't staying there. But I spent quite a bit of time there, and you know, I saw Bret Hart walk through the lobby along with Ernest the Cat Miller, and just going upstairs seeing all those guys at WrestleCon. It was just pretty surreal. Like mm-hmm. you know, seeing Bill Goldberg. Like oh, there's Bill Goldberg. Oh, nothing. Just Bill Goldberg, ten feet in front of me. Um. You know, I saw Austin's line, you know, for WrestleCon, and obviously it was long. Oh, yeah. But I, I, didn't, I didn't see Stone Cold Steve Austin, which is probably a good thing because I don't know how I would have reacted if I did. <laughs> let's be honest, he, that's a, I, was what, ten, I was, what, 10, 11 years old when he was on top? Mm-hmm. Um, who else was – I mean, just so seeing – tell us about WrestleCon. What was going on? I mean, a, a what, lot. Like, like, how was it, how was it set up? Well, basically set up like a like like a you know like a convention. You know, you just had you had tables. You had, you know, oh, you know, everybody had a price. You know, ten dollars for pictures, twenty dollars for a shirt. You know, um, 
thirty bucks, forty bucks for the entire package or an autograph or whatever. He had action figures, title belts, you know, title belts that you don't normally see. Like, I think I saw the belt with um, Iron the belt Iron Sheik had when he was uh when he was champion. Mm-hmm. Um, then you had the big guys, you know, like the you know the big stars like the Omegas, the Bill Go. It, it's and it it's kind of funny. Like, okay, you got Stone Cold Steve Austin, you know, legend. You got Bill Goldberg going into the Hall of Fame later that night or the next night and then you got Kenny Omega you know and and people and the money that was floating around there like oh I can imagine like, mm-hmm. I mean some I heard of people paying as much as $180 just to take a picture with Austin wow damn I, um, and his line was not short so and $100 just to take a picture with, just to get an autograph and a picture with Bret Hart wow. you know and Bret Hart wasn't even one of the bigger boots or anything right. you know he was um, just at a regular table did you have to pay to get in to WrestleCon? Uh, my friend had a three-day pass, so I kind of just used his. Okay. We just kind of went up one at a time. But when we did go up there, it wasn't like they checked us or anything. We literally just walked right in, mm-hmm. which is a good thing because, you know, you walk if you walk into WrestleCon, you're going to spend money. Yep. There's going to yep. be a shirt there. There's going to be yep. a figure there. There's going to be something there. I talk with MVP. I talk with I talk politics with MVP for like ten minutes. <laughs> you know, I mean, that, I mean, that, and I got a picture with him, but it wasn't. I mean, it wasn't intentional. It just it just happened. But MVP was MVP was cool. Was such a cool dude. He had a nice watch on. He said basically wrestling has been good to him. Um, who else was there? Can, Candice Michelle and Emma in person. God, they, they look. TV does not do those girls justice. Those girls look absolutely insane. Uh, yeah, you mean Tennille? I'm getting used to this. I talked with Coca Banner. Coca Banner thought me and my me and my friend that was with me were wrestlers because of we were like probably the most in shape people in that, in that <laughs> whole building that weren't wrestling. Um, who I else? actually met Candice Michelle once. Way it was she. It was back when she was champion, and oh, man. It, it was her and CM Punk. They were like, and this is how long ago it was. It was like at a blockbuster. And Bartlett, they came just to do a signing. I mean, it's it wasn't like we had a conversation or anything, but it was one of those type things when CM Punk was like the ECW champion and oh, Candice yeah. Michelle was the. It was I think it was before the Divas champion. Yeah, she was women's champion. She had the softest hands. That's all I'm saying. I'm pretty sure there are other parts of her that's soft too, oh, yeah. from what I've seen. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying her husband. Yeah, he did a good. He did a damn good job. Yeah. Yeah, I hate you. I hate you, man. Seriously. <laughs> I mean, who else was at WrestleCon? Oh, God, it was so many people. Joy, I met Joey Ryan. Joey Ryan was real cool. You mean Mr. Killing the Business is a yeah, so. Mr. Killing the Business. <laughs> I mean, good thing he was able to stand after he got a fireball to his dick. You no, know? Yeah, that, yeah. Did you see that? Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah, I've seen it. I mean, Jerry Lawler was there, but I mean, we're in Memphis. We see Jerry Lawler yeah, every other day. No. I mean, no, no, that's nope. no slight against no, him. No, no, I, not at all. I sacked his groceries once. At I mean, Re- oh, is that a, at Rebilio? Oh, yeah. The old Rebilio? Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. That's awesome. Uh, who else? I mean, DDP was there. Scott Hall was there. You know, I'm, most of these guys, I'm literally just walking by because if I try to take a picture with everybody, I will, I will literally be taking the bus home. It would be, mm-hmm. it, it was expensive. I asked James, it was $25 for a picture with James Ellsworth. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I just paid $10 for a picture with Cocabana. I'm not paying 25 for a picture with Ellsworth, you know. But, you know, Ellsworth did just lose his job, so I kind of kind of understand. Yeah. Well, but he's making tons of bookings oh, yeah. to okay. uh, make Absolutely. up for it. Um, let's see. Let's see. Uh, anything else from WrestleCon you want to talk about? Well, I heard about uh, – I think I saw Jake Roberts right before he got coffee thrown on him. 
I mean, I didn't. Oh, yeah, I wasn't there for the. Inc- I'm pretty sure I was there one of the days the incident happened, but it was. But I wasn't like in the. I was like there as the incident happened. I just literally looked up, looked at it online, and I'm like, "Did this happen after we leave? Because we were just there, and I didn't even know. Honestly, I didn't even know uh, David Boy Smith Jr. was even was even in town. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I didn't. Well, either. I didn't know he was at WrestleCon, but next thing I know, that him and Jake Roberts they got into a uh, little scrap at, at WrestleCon, mm-hmm. and Meltzer said it wasn't a work. So I'm like, "Wow, man, wish I would have." Kind of wish I would have been there for that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, obviously, but come on, it's Jake Roberts. He's what clearly in his what mid sixties at this point. Oh yeah, it's got to be. I would assume so. And then the other show I went. What other show I went to? I went to Sh- I went to Shimmer mm-hmm. because my one the one thing I wanted to do the entire time I was in New Orleans was take a picture with me and him. That was really all I wanted to do. And I, I did want to see the show because, you know, it's women's wrestling and mm-hmm. I like to support. But I did want to go. I did want to take a picture of Mia Young. She did wrestle. She wrestled in the second match. So, and it was a good show. A lot of those, all those girls were great. Um, Tessa Blanchard, she looks, she mm-hmm. looked, I mean, she looks insane in person. Tony Storm wrestled. I think that was her second match that day. Mm-hmm. Um, who else? Madison Eagles wrestled. Cheerleader Melissa. You know all all these all these names. Um, Blue Pants was there. Layla nice. Bates. Layla Bates. Nice. Layla Bates. Nice. You know who friend has of the been show. on friend of the show. Yeah. Um, I say she's a friend of the show. She's a friend of the show. Ago, but yeah, she's a friend of the show. You had Nikki Savo and Mercedes Martinez in the main event, which is a great main event. And I waited afterwards to see um, if Mia Yim was going to come out. I waited about twenty thirty minutes. She didn't come out. Then I get online and. She's backstage at the Smoothie King Center, so I'm assuming that after her match, she just bolted and right. went to take over because you know obviously her and Shayna Baszler are roommates, mm-hmm. and you know they want to be a supportive yeah. friend. So yeah, I was I was probably kind of let down, but I wasn't like completely disappointed and crestfallen. I am happy that a she touched my hand, and b <laughs> she said I had a nice shirt on. So that, that's a, <laughs> so I take what I can get. Um, let's see, let's see, let's see. Uh, what, what do you, what matches did you like from Shimmer? Oh, uh, let's see. I like, uh, Tessa Blanchard and Shazza McKenzie. They wrestled for the Heart of Shimmer Championship. Um, the tag titles with Leva Bates and, oh, what was her partner's, uh, Delia Doom. Mm-hmm. They took on Hudson Envy and Lufisto. Mm-hmm. And that, that was a great, that was just a great show overall. Um, I'm trying to see who was in the opener. I can't remember who was in the opener. Opener was a tag, I know. Chelsea Green, yeah, she was in the opener. Okay. She's actually really good in yeah, person. Yeah, I she, really like she's, her. she's better than she's better than I even give her credit for. Uh and the main event the main event was fantastic with Nikki Savo and and uh Nikki Savoy and um Mercedes Martinez. I mean, it's amazing that Mercedes Martinez has been doing been doing this for what, twenty almost twenty years now. Mm-hmm. It's insane that she hasn't gotten signed, but she doesn't need to be signed at this point. And I would love to go to more shimmer shows, but you know that in this area, that's more likely not happening. Man, right? Uh, you saw, I saw you retweeted it. I retweeted it. Ring of Honor. Yeah, they, need they to come to yes. Memphis. They, I want people. I want people to see the gloriousness of Ring of Honor because I went to that that night. Go ahead. You look like you. Yeah, I, I, I never been to a Ring of Honor show, and that's. I think that's kind of like the last thing I need to do because I've been to been to WWE, obviously been to TNA once because. I only had the opportunity to go once, but I've never been to Ring of Honor, and they come to Nashville at least twice a, 
two or three I times mean, a year. Now that I've been there, I'll take the bite. I'll take the three-hour drive and go check it out next time, maybe. Yeah, but how was the show? Okay. Um, first, I'll talk about how the meet and greet was. So, the Uno Lakefront Arena, arena it's just a big circle. And um, they had tables set up, and they had different groups for the meet and greets. And so, you had to look up. Like, uh, you walk in, you pick who you want. I was like, I want. I, my objective was to meet Kenny Omega, and it was to meet Emma Tennille Dashwood. Right. <laughs> Excuse See? me. Yeah. Um. So Omega started his meet and greet at three. Uh, Tennille was at four fifteen. Kenny Omega had a line, and we got there at like two thirty. He already had a huge line. Surprise! Uh, surprise. So got in line for that, and he actually moved everything t- through quickly. And I get up there. And um, I'll have to tell another story because I did something else. We did something else that morning. Um, I got up to him and uh, talked to him for a second. I said, hey, man, I saw you guys, Gallows and Anderson. He's like, oh, how are they? I said, doing good, doing good. And um, they had a smile on their face at least. I don't know if it was real or fake. And he was like, well, it's probably fake since they're WWE now. <laughs> and, and I was like, damn, that's that's hardcore. And then he was he's very cool and thankful and said, hey, it's good to meet you. I hope you enjoy the show tonight. Then I met uh, Emma, and as I was getting her, she asked my name, and I actually got it right Maybe this you time. Spelled it right. Uh, right. Spelled it right. And I said, was you're like, better than Jericho. Well, that, I said I brought it up. I told her the story, and she was like, she looked at me and she she laughed and then she started making jokes like yeah you could have said something like Mary or something so at least you did say the right name <laughs> that's true and she was very nice and took a great picture with me and she had a little lipstick on her teeth and I should have told her that but, oh no come on um, I just figured that's kind of Emma too that like that's the Emma character that, right like yeah some, but anyway she was really cool and then we sat in a panel and they had a luminaries panel for Ring of Honor so it was a panel that had um, Jay Lethal. Kazarian, Daniels, you know, people that have been with Ring of Honor for an extremely long time. People are asking them questions. Colt Cabana was the moderator for it. Um, and it was just really cool hearing them talk. And um, and what's funny is there's this tag team that no one likes that was next to Emma. And, like, there's a line for Emma. And, like, they had started their meet and greet. And they are like, hey, guys, <laughs> we've started just in case anyone cares. Like, and everyone's just like, ah, um, when we pulled into uh, the Lakefront Arena, there was uh, the Kingdom was out there. Uh. All three members, Matt Taven and the two other guys, and they were just yelling about how they were screwed out of the six-man titles of Ring of Honor, and they never lost them, and everything like that. And like one dude came in dressed like Kenny Omega and his Terminator entrance from Wrestle Kingdom. Oh, right? sweet. And they were berating him badly, and the dude got, a, like, the best kick out of it, and, like, it, I think it made his weekend. So, <laughs> um, then we get to the show, and it opens up with the Motor City Machine Guns taking on, who did they take? It may have even been a dark match. Who did they take on? Briscoes? No, because they wrestled for the tag titles later against, who's the, now, I got to take notes, because. <laughs> yeah, you went to these shows, man. Uh, now the Briscoes wrestled now I can't think why can't I think of that it was an awesome match uh, I'll come I'll I'll, re- I'll remember it Dalton Castle took on Marty Skrull for the Ring of Honor title that match was awesome Kenny Omega Cody Rhodes in the main event they told a terrific story um, it looks like a uh, they ki- they it looks like they stopped the YouTube channel. The elite is done. They yeah. had their finale. Yeah, I saw yeah, that. I heard about that. Um, 
the Bucks went to super kick. Cody missed, nailed Kenny, and got the pin. But the everything they did in that match was just so awesome. Kenny, it was just perfect. You know, people were just into it, and that actually that it was probably the most entertaining match on the card. The best match on the card, mm-hmm. Kota Bushi and Adam Page. Oh yeah, that that sounds like, that sound like would have been a good match. Those guys put on a clinic for what professional wrestling is, and if you haven't seen any of those guys wrestle, Adam Page is a future mega superstar. Mm-hmm. He does everything right. His matches are solid. He is a future superstar. I'm trying to why can't I think of who the damn Briscoes wrestled? It wasn't the Motor City Machine Guns. Um, That's a team that I want to see live. I want to see the Briscoes. You want to see the Briscoes? I, 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 really I, I, like I do, the too. I've seen the Motor City Machine Guns live. I've seen them actually wrestle the Young Bucks live. And, yeah, it, I, I don't think I have to tell you how that match went. Right. But I do want to see the Briscoes live, you know, especially Jay, because, I mean, he, uh, it, it kills me that he's one of the best prom- – he's one of my favorite promo guys yeah. over the last few years. But – Aside from the shows, I mean, just the atmosphere. We need to talk about the atmosphere in New Orleans. Every third or fourth person I saw had a Bullet Club shirt on. <laughs> yep. And I'm not just talking about like the standard book, just the stand. I'm talking about like Bullet Club, like Bucks, Kenny, right? Scrub. I mean, just every person, every third person there had a bullet. And I basically was like, you know what? I I basically uh, my, took it upon my who who was just give finish your story. Oh, I, ba- I forgot this. I don't know. I basically too sweeted everybody that I walked past on Bourbon Street. <laughs> I mean, basically, if you looked at the sh- just the wrestling shirts there alone, you had I say by far Bullet Club shirts. Second, probably most seen shirt. I don't, and you already know Rusev Day. Yeah, Rusev oh, Day yeah. was all. They, over. Ted I, bought a Rusev Day shirt. It was it was everywhere. It was even at the it was even at the hotel I was staying at, and I I stayed like seven miles from the building from Superdome. Those and basically everybody as far as after that it was pretty scattered. Like there weren't a lot of weren't a lot of Roman shirts, weren't a lot of Cena shirts, weren't hardly any. I don't think I've seen not maybe a, a handful of Suplex City shirts, but by far it was. It was Bullet Club and Rusev Day. They pretty much owned the weekend. And after progress, I saw a lot, of, uh, quite a few of those shirts too. Um, on Bourbon Street, actually saw um, there's a guy I follow on Twitter, Jason Solomon. He tweeted from a club on Bourbon Street that there was some WWD was having like there was some ex WWD was you know having a little bit too much fun. And then he put up a video, and I look at the and I look on my phone, I look at the video, and I'm like, "Wait a minute," because I'm upstairs at another club. <laughs> All right, so I'm looking, and turns out the club that he's tweeting from is directly in front of us. <laughs> so I told my friends, like, "Uh, yeah, I'm going downstairs because there's some divas, like ex divas, right across the street." So I basically run downstairs, run right across the street. I see, I see him right. I see the guy that tweeted. I like, hey, I saw your tweet. You know, who were the divas? Because he didn't put names up. And, you know, it was really grainy video, so he really couldn't tell. So I asked him, like, who who was it? Turns out it was Melina. It was uh, Victoria. Um, I think Candace Michelle. I, I want to say there was somebody. That, I think it was Jillian Hall was there, too. Swagger was there. Oh, damn. Wow. Yeah, Swagger was there. I, Car- missed, I missed a chance to meet Swagger. I yeah. love Jack Swagger. Swagger was there. Carlito was there. Uh... There was one other dude there, I think. 
I can't. Uh, his name is escaping me. But yeah, they were there. I think I got a picture with Melina, and I basically—I don't know if Melina was just drunk or she wanted to just get, or she just wanted to go to another club or whatever. But I basically shook her hand and think I was like, "Look, she, you're the reason I joined Twitter back in 2010," which <laughs> it is—it is, it is true. I got a picture with Carlito. Um, man, I know that one makes you jealous. That would have been pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, they—they they were there, and I went and backtrack a little bit. Night before, went to Wale Mania. And Meltzer was on the panel. Cool. Um, who else? I think Alvarez was there. MVP was there. Tried to get a picture with him, but didn't. Uh, it, but that happened the next day or next two days or whatever. Um, Cedric Alexander walked in the building, and on top of that, there was this big, big tall black. Funny story. There was a big tall black guy outside. You know, he was nicely dressed or whatever, <laughs> and. I, and I, you know, it cost thirty dollars to get into Wally Mania, and I was like, okay, fine, thirty dollars. I, I was, I, I paid it because I knew I was going to meet somebody, right? So I didn't care. So thirty dollars to get in Wally Mania. I asked the guy, like, hey, how do you, which way to go in? I don't think he's like a security guard or whatever, you know. And here my dumb ass go on Twitter later on. Turns out that big tall black guy was Moose. Oh man, <laughs> he's right there too. Yeah, yeah, I know. So yeah, trust. So yeah, I kind of felt like a huge idiot. But outside the building, I did end up meeting and getting a picture with Austin Aries, <laughs> Jimmy Jacobs. Austin Aries kind of surprising because I've heard he's he's one that doesn't really interact with fans too yeah. much. And oh, but he, man, he was super cool. He was real cool. And I'm and I met Eddie Edwards. All of the same show, Eddie Edwards. I nice. mean, because for for a guy who pretty much almost lost half his face and maybe an eye, he looked pretty damn good. Yeah, that, uh, that baseball bat shot was crazy. Yeah, I mean that's 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 another topic yeah, for another yeah. day. But he looked good and he was in. He seemed to be in good spirits, so that's all that mattered. Um, and I, I'm not sure about this, but I, I I went on Twitter later on and I saw I think Hoovertu was there too, hmm. which if Hoobie. he. <laughs> exactly and I, i'm like if i had known that i would have totally got a picture with him because once again that's that's my childhood right there right you know that wcw cruiserweight division i already got a picture with ray from last year so why not get Hoobie? you know but didn't know he was there but yeah other than that that, that was a fun day and that was just the first day You're right um so ring of honor uh the opening match was chucky e. t taking on jonathan gresham that was a fun match chucky e. t is just so funny in the ring um, yeah, Beretta was there with them. With the best friends were there, but he's injured right now. Yeah, I saw their shirts too at uh, WrestleCon. I kind of hate I didn't buy one, but I mean, I bought six. So six dollars shirts at twenty twenty five a piece. You do the math. I think right. I spent enough. Um, after that, Punishment Martinez took on and beat Tomohiro Ishii. And Punisher, Punishment Martinez had some crazy spots, and he he went for a dive at one point and flipped and kind of missed. And me and Ted were like, "Oh Jesus, be careful!" <laughs> uh, Kota Ibushi and Hang defeated Hangman Page, but it was such a great match. Um, Sumi Sakai defeated Kelly Klein for the Ring of New, Honor Women's first, Champion. First Women's Champion. Uh, I really like Kelly Klein. Yeah. I like I like her. Not she. I thought she was a damn good wrestler. Um, let's see, SoCal Uncensored, which is Christopher Daniels, Frankie Kazarian, and Scorpio Sky defeated Flip Gordon and the Young Bucks. But what was great about the match, um, there are tons of great spots. Mm-hmm. Matt Jackson, I, which one's Matt? Which, which Matt one's is Nick? the one with the black hair. Okay, so it was Nick that did this. The floor was lava. He had rent ladders set up in the ring. 
So he jumped from a, a rope to each ladder, oh, jumped on the other ropes, and then jumped through a table with someone on it. And I, it, it was just insane. Damn. They had two chair or two tables set up, and I forget, I don't know who was on them. It really didn't matter because uh, Matt Jack, which one's the dark haired one again? Matt. Okay, Nick Jackson. Maybe it was Matt. I don't know. No, no. It, it, but one, I know one of them was Flip Gordon. So they had two tables. <laughs> so they had two tables set up, kind of diagonal to the um, turnbuckles. Flip and one of the young bucks did double four fifties. So they both did a four fifty through the tables, and I was like, "This is awesome." This, and during the match, I never, I never saw a chance for them to sneak under there. But um, the kingdom came in and interfered in the match from under the ring. So then there it happened. And SoCal and Censor didn't end up getting the win, but the um, the kingdom stole the titles and left. And it was just a hell of a match, hell of a match. The Briscoes took on how I forgot this. I will not know. One of the combatants in it was Jay Lethal. How I forgot his tag team partner, number one ace, Hiroshi oh, Tanahashi. You need help. I know, I know. But that was a fun match. I've never gotten. I, I got to see. I got to see here Hiroshi Tanahashi wrestle live. Like yeah. he was the heart and soul of New Japan Pro Wrestling at one point, and he was wrestling at this Ring of Honor show, and they had a great match. He's the reason New Japan business turned around in the early 2010s. Yes, yes. Um, after that, Silas Young took on Kenny King. That was in a uh, last man standing match, and one uh, um, one of the the Beer City Bruiser. Yeah. was under the ring and zip-tied Kenny King's feet together so he couldn't get up. And that, that was the finish of the match. I like, I like Silas Young. I like him. Yeah. He's just he's just a heel. Yeah. And, he, and he's so he, good at he, it. He makes he, it look so easy. He looks like an old school heel. He looks older than he actually is. He literally looks like he's 40, 45 years old. He's only like, what, early 30s? No, oh, he's, he's up there. I mean, he's probably late 30s if I had to guess. Oh, wait, hold well, on. Here, here no, we, no, I got no, it. I got, I got it. Oh, I just, it's one click for me. Uh, he was born in – he's 38. Oh, well, okay. okay. So he does. He does look his age. <laughs> well, yeah, you're right. You're right. I thought he was. I don't know why I was keep thinking. I thought he was younger, but um, Cody defeated Kenny Omega, but that match was so entertaining. Yeah, I saw Brandy go through that. Take that. Go through that table. Brandy mm-hmm. went through a table. Um, Kenny, uh, the young bucks accidentally screwed Kenny over. Not their intent. Um, I think it's the end of the elite. So it's going to be interesting to see where they go with the Bullet Club now. Here's what I'm thinking. Cody Rhodes just creates his own new stable. Yeah, I saw that. I saw online he put that new logo for the Bullet Club up. I mean, which looked terrible. But yeah, but I that's think, the point. But that it's was supposed the, to that look was the, point. That was right. the intention. And don't be surprised if he starts selling that shirt soon because you know, you know it's going to happen. So Cody Rhodes um, did not wear any Bullet Club apparel to the ring. Mm. He did not that's have saying, that's he, no something. black. Everything was gold and white. Um, he is he has really turned his game up since he left the WWE. Now yeah. that he's free, yeah, you kind of have to. And he he is a great heel. He uh, did a couple of spots that just he, he had the crowd eating out of his hand. And one of those spots was he um, he set up uh, Kenny for Shattered Dreams. Uh-huh. Got into the ring, does the gold dust. <laughs> Runs, takes two steps, stops, and then flips the entire crowd off. Like, and, then, oh. and, and you know, we're, we're eating it up. Right. Just boom. <laughs> One lady, he goes out of the ring and he starts talking shit. He takes her beer, 
takes a couple sips and spits it up right in fr- and it landed on her and stuff uh. I'm like man this dude is and, and it's just it's impressive to see what he what what how he was being held back yeah how loud that, that's that's, on, that's like old school heel tactics right. and I mean, it was from, it was so awesome yeah. to see and then of course bullet club or the uh the young bucks accidentally kick Kenny Omega and that's your finish but getting to see a one or I, actually I think he never he never I never got to see a one winged angel I don't think or maybe if he did he uh kicked out of it yeah that would have been cool to see uh then the main event which by this time we didn't leave the ring of honor show till close to 12 30 we got there at 2 30 so Damn. we, we yeah. were there for 10 hours oh man you should, should have been getting paid to be there at that point <laughs> <laughs> but the main event was uh dalton castle defeating marty Skrull. wow i love both of those guys now <laughs> I love Marty Skrull. I mean, I've seen him wrestle, but seeing him wrestle live is totally different. Seeing Dalton, seeing the Dalton Castle Castle shtick in person is great. Watching the boys, like as they're whenever he gets hurt, they start f- trying to fan him up yeah. real quick, and they're doing like Superman fans at some point, and the whole shtick, his entrance, the the, the peacock, yeah, the glam, the glam, mm-hmm. the glam rock, um, seeing all the streamers fall. Yeah, and that they did that er- before every match too. Streamers yeah. just went crazy. But see, yeah, yeah, I mean they had streamers at progress too. But you know, for the, and by the way, those people at progress cannot throw. For the love of God, <laughs> all right. I'm sorry, a monkey throwing darts could do better than that. All right, that that was just well. They here, cannot throw. They cannot. It was the people from General Mission. They shouldn't have been trying to throw them anyway. It should be for. They should just sell, give them out to people. They were selling for like a buck though, and I'm like, well, they should. There should have been more, but. It seemed like even the ones that were, you know, by the ring couldn't even throw. Mm. I'm like, this is not hard. Just they're a bunch of Brits. Oh, God. <laughs> they're not able to get that running throw that they get from cricket. No, no. But so much fun at that show. So much fun getting to see the three shows. The pro- three professional wrestling shows I saw were just awesome. Yeah, you saw three. I saw two, and then I saw you know one sports entertainment show. Which was a good, which was a good show. I mean, yeah, yeah. Just now, I kind of have rose tinted glasses. It's my first WrestleMania live, so same. I'm, uh, I, I think it was a really good mania. Um, and I want, I, I'm, Mike watched it, and I, I you know, it's gonna be, I, it's gonna be interesting this discussion we have, because I want to know what it, how it came across on television. So I've watched like the first two matches on the network. Um, like and main card matches, main card, or, yeah. Okay. I, I don't. I still haven't even watched the pre-show because. But you've watched Mania. Yeah, yeah. I've okay, watched okay, all okay. of Mania. Yeah. So, yeah. um, so it was neat to see because Mike the Oscar entrance. Those masks were all CGI. We didn't see those in the arena. Yeah. Um, so what did you think? So f- like of all the entrances in the night, as on as of on TV, which ones some of the best ones? The Triple H and Stephanie. It was definitely yeah. a good one. That was a good one. Uh, now, all we saw were them riding motorcycles. Did they add any effects? No. Okay. No, okay. I don't think okay. so. I will say one thing that I know you saw because we saw two were the lasers. Yeah. The yeah. Yeah. Did, how did that come off on TV? Because in the building, I mean, like, you could see that they were pointing lasers, but at the same time, you could, like, you know, it, it probably looked way better on TV. I mean, yeah, because I mean, you you had the hard camera, so I mean, you saw what they wanted you to see. Uh-huh. I 
still don't know if there was supposed to be a certain design. I couldn't pick out anything. No, I don't think it was, it was just, just effects or whatever. But I mean, it it seemed kind of pointless. Yeah. But I mean, it looked cool. So the stage. <clears throat> Oh my god! For this WrestleMania was one of the best stages I've seen at one. It was they good. had like the mask with the jester yeah. hat, yeah. And Seth Rollins when he had the White Walker as his, I was like, I didn't realize what it was, and then I watched it back. I'm like, holy hell, his entrance was awesome. Yeah. And he had the blue blue con- contacts. Blue contacts. Did yeah. he keep those in for the match? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and another entrance I thought one of the best ones of the night live was Charlotte's. That was that was the oh. entrance of the night for me. That was wonderfully done. Okay, had her had her come out to her father to her father's old music, and then it transitions into hers and had the basically treated her like the queen she is. But as far as the match itself, I mean that was it was a great match. And granted, let's be honest, didn't see it coming. Nope. No, nope, nope, no, no. I'm pretty sure we can all everybody that's listening to this can agree that we did not see. I did not see. I I would have I would have bet money. That Oscar's gonna win that match, and I would have left broker than I did anyway. But <laughs> I would have—I was betting money that Oscar's gonna win that match. And when she didn't win, I mean, it like you could literally hear the crowd like. I think I look like Undertaker guy, Undertaker losing guy. Oh my! My jaw was on the ground. I mean, everybody in my section—they were like, "Whoa!" Like, wait a minute, did she just? Did that just happen? What? But one thing they did with that match that I hated. I have, now here's another thing that was going on, and you probably saw this. Did you watch the pre-show? No, no. Okay, well they were doing this during pre-show. John Cena was sitting in the crowd pretty much the entire pre-show. So yeah, he, I saw that. He 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 probably sat there for like five matches at least. Yeah. No, 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 no. He left after the second match. He went backstage. But I'm not saying including the pre-show, including oh, oh. the yeah. pre-show and yeah, all. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I, I don't even remember what matches. I know, I know. We always know Cena had a match, but I don't know like whether that was like fourth, fifth, sixth, or anything. I, I can't remember. Right. But he was sitting in the crowd. For that match, you could see like, cause I was on like right next to the hard camera, and you could see like so many people crowding around him and everything, and trying to either get a picture with him. And quite a few people actually did, like fans down there did get a picture yeah. with him. But the one thing they did that I didn't like was right after Oscar's streak, you know, this streak of two years, two three years, two hundred some wins, no losses, ends. You kind of basically take away from the moment by having a referee. You saw the referee run down, yeah, and then you saw. You know, motion to Cena or something, and next thing you know, Cena basically hops the gate and runs right past. Basically, kind of taken away from what yeah. we just yeah. saw because yeah. Charlotte was still on the ramp. Yeah, going up. yeah, and and clearly that I mean, even though they were smiling, you could probably tell they were a little upset. But everybody in the building, like they just exploded when Cena ran to the back because they knew what that meant. Mm-hmm. Um, let's let, let's talk quick about the pre-show because there's an interesting twist. I'm going to ruin it for you. There's, I mean, I know everything okay. that happened. I just had more. Okay, okay. Um, there's an interesting twist at the end of uh, the men's, where you had yeah. uh, Bray Wyatt help out because of the Lake of Reincarnation. Looks like their team now. Which which out which, Matt Hardy, which which should which should have happened, which was going to happen anyway. And it, and I liked it. I really did. Um, I will say though, I didn't didn't expect, I didn't expect to see Bray Wyatt in the Superdome at all. Yeah, me neither. Me neither. Uh, and so Matt Hardy won your men's battle royal. Naomi, which I thought that was a shock. Yeah, me too. Mm-hmm. Won the women's I, battle royal. Because the thing about that is when Bailey eliminated Sasha, I thought, oh, yeah, that, that's it. It's over with. Then Naomi was in the round. I was like, oh, she never got out. I didn't realize that. So Naomi, when she won, yeah. that was a surprise. And I did like how you probably didn't see this in the 
you probably didn't see this on TV, but when they play Naomi's music, you could see like half the crowd dancing to her music. So I thought that was real cool, which I don't understand why they didn't have her, you know, get a full entrance. But, you know. Yeah, apparently Sasha and Bailey were the only ones that got. Becky. Becky got one too. Becky, okay. Becky got one too. Yeah, they, Becky came out first, then everybody, and then and, and then you had some of the NXT girls, which is one, that, another shock. That 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 spot where they had everyone knocked down or whatever, and they're just chanting NXT, NXT. Yeah. Bianca Belair had that one that four fifty that and that slap across someone's gut. Uh, did she use her hair? She, she probably would, used her oh, hair. Oh man, that and you could hear. Would that. think she would have had to for for that yeah um so yeah those happened uh, they were really good seti and mustafa ali had a good match yeah i'm glad they got that wrestlemania moment i love mustafa ali's outfit uh oh yeah with sub-zero the, yeah, yeah. That, that was great that um, was great uh i really like drake maverick i really like what they're doing with him yeah he, you know you saw what he did as rock star spud and you thought uh this is going to be just some goofy character and they're actually treating him like a um a Jack Tunney, a Gorilla Monsoon commissioner type, and it's really refreshing. So a legitimate authority figure. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and he's doing a great job. So 205 Live is completely turned around now. Um, and I say bet he's probably the second best general manager in that company, storyline general manager in that company, besides William Regal. Yep, and well, we, we'll see because we, well, yeah. we got a new one. Anyway, we'll get to that. So then that Intercontinental title match, I loved. Mm-hmm. Um, the Miz has not had a bad match what how long we want to go back two three years it's been a minute it's been a while he is he is so impressive these days and to think this was a guy that once had to go use a a normal bathroom because he wasn't allowed somewhere backstage he had a dress in the hallway a guy who has no who even somebody like jimmy corderas the referee said had no business whatsoever being in the wwe being in the locker room because, you know, he thought they would eat him alive and now look at him. And it's going to be interesting to see where he goes um, because I I think he's ready for another main title run. I think, oh, yeah. I think he, it's time for him to be in, involved in the main title pictures, depending on how they go with this new – with the Saudi Battle Royal coming up the greatest round. Well, I'm pretty sure he's taking off yeah, a little well, of bit of time right now. I would think, like, after Manny, he would take some time off because, I mean, he is a new dad. Right, right, but, right. right. You know. um, but, well, later this year, I, I could see him in a, ti- in a main title picture. Yeah. Um, but it, that Intercontinental title, he has brought a lot of prestige with, with this lap yes. run. He really he has. has. This match was incredible. I loved every bit of the finish, the curb stomp. While Yeah, uh, that curb stomp looked like it sucked. The uh, coup de gras while someone was getting pinned, everything. Mm-hmm. Finn's entrance I thought was awesome. Okay, that, that 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 was the first surprise for me of the night. I was expecting the demon. Yeah, and, and yeah, and well, I thought about it. The de- I think they want the demon to go undefeated for a long time. So, but but see, but and and I agree with you. But at the same time, you can ha- he didn't have to be pinned in that match. I don't even think Finn took the pinfall. Miz took the pinfall, right? Yeah, because so, he came out, he mentioned that on Raw the Yeah, next so night. he could have, you know, he could have came out as the demon and still, you know, not have taken the, pit, not have taken the fall. Uh, I think they want to save the demon just for... Like blood feuds. Yeah. yeah which to, yeah, that, which makes sense. And that, that's what I saw online. Basically, they, according to what they're saying, you know, Vince wants the demon to be basically, you know, near undefeatable. Yeah. And... 
only going to have him for very special, you know, builds up and feuds. Yeah, but it's just, you know, this is your first But, I mean, it's WrestleMania. You would think. I mean, I, I... after I thought about it, I was like, I didn't, I didn't have a problem with it. Yeah, I mean, the match was awesome. So it wasn't it was like, necessary. Right, right. Yeah. It would have been nice to I see. Because I think it also we knew if he was the demon, more than likely he was going to win. So with him coming out without demon paint on, you, you, you had no know. idea. Yeah, yeah, you didn't know. And Seth Rollins got the win. I think that's a great move. He's going to be great yes. with the IC title. Grand Slam He's champion now. Yeah, yes. that's all. Yeah, new Grand Slam champion. Was all three like, members of the Shield are now Grand Slam champions. Has, did the Undertaker ever get a Grand Slam? No, he never had an IC or US title. Did but no, title Undertaker slam. has never had a milk. All kinda he's kinda, had was heavyweight and, and tags. Tag. Kind of crazy that. And I think hardcore at one point. The, yeah, he did. Yeah, kind of crazy that the Miz <laughs> has a Grand Slam title and the Undertaker does not. He hey, never, Cena doesn't either. So there yeah. you go. Well, Cena doesn't have a Grand Slam title. No, Cena does not. Have which a great, titles he missing? Intercontinental. It'd be the Intercontinental. But he's won the U.S. title. I think they're right yeah. now. They're treating a U.S. But, title. I think they're calling that a Grand Slam. If you've nah, won, because if that was because if they were calling that a Grand Slam, then Seth would have been a Grand would've Slam. Would have already, already had it. Already, yeah. yeah. So okay. So he just needs a nice world title. Intercontinental tag titles are the official Grand Slam okay. championships. Okay, I thought they were. I thought they were including it. So um, after that, what did we have after Charlotte Oscar? Was that the uh, they had the was that the four man? Yeah, yeah, the, that was all right. Yeah, it was all right. It was short. We it did, was short. It yeah. was, and and I I told my ex this because you know we're still talking. She watched the show, and I told her the only reason that match is even on the main card is because of Randy Orton. Mm-hmm. One for Randy Orton, that match would have been on the pre-show, and I hate to say it because I I love the fact that Bobby Roode, after 20 years, and a guy who I was a fan of for a good portion of his career, get that WrestleMania moment. But the only reason that match was on WrestleMania is because of the main card. And I watched Randy Orton walk down that ring, and I can tell you, he clearly looked like he did not care to be there. Like he did not, he like he did not give a fuck. <laughs> that's, I and considering that's, the finish, I can't considering what the finish was. I can't necessarily blame yeah. him. So gender is now your U.S. title, and it looks like we're going to get another gender uh, Randy Orton feud. Yep, mm, I got to buy more. I got to buy more bleach. That you right now, you gotta that you you gotta organically over person in Rusev. He was the most over person that whole weekend. Yeah. You got everyone in Rusev Day shirts. We went to Raising Cane's um, before Ring of Honor, and my cousin was wearing his Rusev Day shirt, and even like the manager there was like, Happy Rusev Day! I'm like, oh, that's awesome. And he didn't hear. I was like, Ted, she's complimenting your shirt. And then I went, as we left, I went, Mashka! And she went, Mashka! Like the last probably five or six Grizzlies games I've worked to Vince every time, you know, walk in there. He's like, happy Rusev day. I mean, uh, every single time. That's the first thing he it, says. It's the calamity of getting yourself over. Mm-hmm. If Vince didn't get you over, you're not over. Right. Yeah. Zach Ryder. Exactly. Yeah, Zach Ryder is the prime example. Mm-hmm. He's the blueprint. Actually, when you think about it, and it's at just, least in this generation, it just sucks. Cause this would have been a perfect time to put a title on him. He, yeah. I mean, he's been, a, he's been a U.S. champ before, Yeah, but, Man, and now you give something else to add to his entrance. The new U.S. champion. Yeah, they and could it's do it. on Rusev Day. I will, I will say, like, anybody associated with Rusev is going to be over because I, I, I missed, like, maybe a good po- – I'd say about three minutes of the women's battle royal. 
But I know when Lana got eliminated because they started chanting Rusev Day. Mm-hmm. And same could be said for Aiden English after he got out of the men's battle royal. Crowd started chanting Rusev Day. Before the show it started, when we had like maybe a few minutes of dead air during the pre-show, I mean, all you heard, you heard sections of the crowd break out in the Rusev Day chants. And here, the, here he is. He's in the... He's in a match, a title match on WrestleMania, and the only reason he's only reason he's in that match is because he was going to walk from the company anyway. So they kind of they didn't want to lose those shirt sales. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. So and you have him get pinned by Jinder Mahal, that which is such a which is such a WWE thing to do. Right. Well, now that I think about it, though, maybe Jinder should wear it when they go into Saudi Arabia. Yeah, you I know, guess, what? I, I didn't, I, I didn't take that. I, I, didn't yeah. think I just thought either. of that too. So, um, uh, what was after that? Oh, okay. Was so that, that was the third match. So the fourth was was that Daniel Bryan? No, no, no. The fourth was Stephanie and oh, yeah. Now yeah. that that is the definition of a spectacle match. The, a match like that is kind of reminiscent of the first main event of WrestleMania. It's not going to be like a you're not going to go in there think it's going to be a five star match or anything or just this Matt Classic that people are going to watch ten <laughs> years from now or five years from now as oh this is if you want to be a wrestler this is the match you got to watch. The match was a spectacle. Plain and simple, okay? You basically got, you know, you got Triple H. We know, you know, the bosses pretty much against Kurt Angle, who really has no business in the ring to begin with, and Ronda Rousey, who is the biggest celebrity on that entire show. But but she's a wrestler now. And let's be honest, everybody, all eyes were on her to see how she would do because, you know, you pretty much leaving one arena going to the next. And I will say, as far as the crowd, the crowd was just insane, was hot for this match from the beginning. Like 10, 15 minutes, like people in my section, and I was like right at the hard camera, so you probably wouldn't see me anyway or see where I was sitting at, just standing, just standing and cheering. Before we get to that, to the actual match, uh, Triple H and Steph had an awesome entrance, all the motorcycles. I loved Rhonda's entrance. Yeah, <laughs> uh, they had the they had the smoke going down. Yeah. You saw her jumping around. You could tell she was amped. She walks through, and I'm like, "Oh my god, that is awesome!" With yeah. the hot rod top, had his jacket on, jacket, <clears throat> the little mini skirt, kilt. Yeah, that, I, yes. I was like, "That is." I was I was marking out. I was just going nuts. Like this is awesome. That was she great. Looks yeah. Great, and. She did not disappoint in her WrestleMania no, debut. Not she all. proved a lot of people wrong. Oh, she they, shut she shut so many people up. It's yeah, not funny. They and the mic skills are going to come. They're going to come. Oh yeah. This time next year, she's going to be in. The, uh, it's working. The mic is going to be breezed to her. Oh, after after I say after the first half of the show, I kind of like we kind of get an idea what our main event for next year is going to be. Charlotte and it's going to be Charlotte and, and, and Rousey. Rousey, Rousey yeah. Yeah. which I thought I thought was going to be Rousey and Oscar, you know, in the feet of street. That's what I would have done. Street. Mm-hmm. That would, that's but, what I would have done. You know, but. thing is, Charlotte is the best, probably the best women's wrestler in that company. So next to Natalia, yeah. So why not just put her in there with with Ronda? But as far as that match is concerned, when when Ronda when Ronda tagged in finally. Because Stephanie was just kneeling her the whole match, oh, yeah. you know, yep, yep. B- basically playing this, basically playing the cowardly heel, which is exactly what she should do. Because let's be honest, how many people backstage can take on, can go, go head up with Ronda, men and women, right? What Brock? That's all. I, I, that's it. I, I think she'd even fuck up Brock. Brock can't take a punch to the face <laughs> or the gut, really, or a yeah. kick to the gut. So just saying, maybe, <laughs> maybe Brock is the only person that can take her on, but everybody else will probably get bitched out easily and when she tagged in just 
the place just exploded. Like it, it was, it was just deafening. And she dragged Stephanie in the ring, and I mean Stephanie was Stephanie was great during this match. This is probably this is probably the best Stephanie McMahon performance I've seen. Really, with her doing anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, her interaction with Triple H, though, now that was just something special because you no know, WWE they don't allow men and women to interact in the ring like that at all. Right. Mm-hmm. But I mean, they teased it, and Ronda got a lot of shots in on Triple H, and Triple H had a pedigree tease. I mean, it was she did. Did she put Triple H on her shoulders? Yeah, which yeah, yeah. and not, put him up. That, yeah, yeah. And, and she did the roll through too at one point exactly. too. The roll through to a fireman's carry. Yeah, yeah. And, and and Triple H is not a small guy. No. Okay, and for Triple H is what every bit of two sixty, <coughs> and for a woman, Easily. for a woman to just put him on her shoulders like I mean that's that that was hell of impressive. But, I mean, when she, when she originally got tagged in, I mean, you could you could definitely see the pop. You know, it, it they they built man. that up. You know, they teased the tag several times before Stephanie'd run around, knock her off, and all. But I love how when she finally got in the ring, it wasn't just stand there and it's like, no, come on, it's us now. She immediately charged, threw her over, and then took control from there. Exactly, and she she tagged in, never tagged out. Yeah. I mean Kurt Angle. I mean, let's be honest. His presence in the match was minute. I say it was minimal to the, to a, a, a little bit because I don't know why. Just to me, it seemed like Ronda was in there for a long ass time. Well, his his point of the match was to build up, build up, build, build up, up, build yeah. and up, he did build up then, for the hot tag. And then when that tag was made, that crowd, that crowd was so loud. Yeah, through through most of the night. I say that that crowd that that match right there probably got the most reaction. Now. That that was the funnest match to watch. Yeah. Oh, now, yeah. I've got. To, I'm going to ask Mike this. I couldn't hear what Rowdo was saying, like especially right before she put her in that last armbar. Did you? I can't remember because it's kind of blurring with with Raw because basically the same thing happened on Raw. Yeah. But I mean, it was it was basically just you know Stephanie pleading and Rondo was just you know you know you did this this was your choice and you know this is what you wanted and and yeah. yeah. Awesome, awesome stuff. Match after that was that did they go Nia and Alexa? No, no, no. The match after that was the, the SmackDown, the Smackdown tag. tag, which I, which oh. I, I made I made a bet with a guy. You know, right before the show started, what was going to be the first match? I think he betted the first match was going to be the U.S. title. I thought it was going to be SmackDown tag, and obviously we both. It was like a one dollar. I tag. called the first two matches what the what the order was. I was like, they're going to open up with the uh, Intercontinental, and, my, yeah. and Ben was sitting next to me. He's like, no way. And then they, and then the the uh, who came out first? Uh, Seth comes out, and I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah. I always call Intercontinental title first. Yeah, on, you know, it's to, get, it's to get the crowd into the show and gotta, everything. Gotta so. have a hot opening, brother. But um, the SmackDown tag, it, let's be honest. I mean, it it, it was, was good. it was good. It was short. I mean, I think the, it only ran like what five or six minutes. But you know, after what we just seen prior, I mean, anything that was going to go on after that was going to kind of die a death. But it didn't necessarily die a death. It was just, you know, the crowd just spent a lot of energy yeah. for that match. <laughs> but but what you say that, and then Daniel Bryan comes out, and there was not yeah. a person in there sitting down. Mm-hmm. Every person was on their feet, and it was. I sent a text. I'm like, told my buddy Joe, dude, it is so loud in here right now. People were just losing their shit. Yes, chanting, and it was awesome. Yeah, and I loved the intro. How it was like locking on to location, locking on. Yeah, to location. yeah, we yes, saw that. That was great. Uh, that I, every bit of that match, I had a great time with, and it's going to be interesting to see where they go with Ko and Sammy. And I, the, Brian, 
I thought they're they're gonna have um, Brian work a little safe. He took some big bumps that match. Yep. And I was like, uh, oh, and we can talk about what happened last night, but we can get to that. But yeah, Brian. I mean, it's almost it literally looked like he never. You, you would never know this guy has been on the shelf for two years. He comes back and he he's been killing it ever since. He only had two matches, but still, yeah. I mean, does he, like he, yeah has, has not missed a step. Nope. And I'm so happy he's back. I really yeah. Am. And that match was good. I was I thought there's going to be some sort of heel turn in the match or something for yeah, KO and Sammy to get their job back, and it didn't. So it's going to be interesting to see where they go with those two guys. Yeah, and Shane he pretty much worked like the first, the, pretty much the first half of the match. Yep. And like Brian and Brian, similar to what happened in the Ronda match, you know, once he tagged in, he never tagged out. Mm-hmm. Which, but I mean, the guy was over. I mean, there's just no denying that. And after that, I think that was Nia. They had they, well, they something happened. I, I, we probably got a match order mixed up, but we had Cena Taker. Yeah, I actually loved every bit. <laughs> that, of that match, I said, I said it to the people in my section. That match was everything it needed to be. Okay, because let's be honest, Taker is 53 years old. He has no business wrestling, much less wrestling any, much less wrestling any more than 10. Ten minutes. Right. That match was everything it needed to be. Cena talks shit for weeks. Taker shows up. Cena gets squashed. Taker goes to the back. People were excited to see Taker. I mean, they 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 were excited to see him there. I didn't want to see the match at all, but they were. But, right. but so after, so yeah, we did get screwed up a little bit after the um, mixed tag match was the uh, triple threat tag match. Where the Bludgeon Brothers just basically beat everyone's ass for five minutes. Yeah, they gave which is that, gave, that's the way it should happen. And, and congrats to Luke Harper fine, I mean, getting the WrestleMania win and a title at WrestleMania because yeah. he's criminally underrated to me. So then, then, um, well, first off, let's go through the whole spiel because <clears throat> you had John Cena come out, the lights go out, you hear the bing-ding, like yeah. everyone, everyone in there is like, yeah. yeah, and then Elias comes out. I'm like. That is awesome. Now I thought I thought that they were just gonna have Cena and Elias because I didn't I honestly didn't think Taker was there. I, I, honestly, I honestly didn't think he was there. But yeah, Elias. I mean, he he got so much heat around oh, that and time. Mm-hmm. He it served every bit of purpose that he's trying to do, and then then it just got flipping crazy. I mean. They have the original. I never saw them put that stuff in the ring. All of a sudden, it's there. It's great because Elias took the focus off the ring, so yeah. they could sneak that in there. Yeah, and then I didn't see it. I didn't see it either. And, and then, I'm right there. Right, right. Because you're looking at Elias, like what? This is awesome. Like he's that's the best troll you've probably ever seen in professional wrestling. Um, so then Undertaker stuff comes back. Did, they, did a bolt of lightning hit it from TV? Yeah, yeah. Okay. from both sides. Okay, see, we down. didn't see yeah. that part. All we saw was right. the thing light on fire. Yeah, uh-huh. and then they pulled that. And I, now I did see them actually pull it out I of the ring. See, I, I did because I, I was looking. And I, I looked at the stuff, and you know the lights go out, and I, I saw a flash, and there was a dude there that had like a fishing line attached to it, and just got it out real quick. I didn't see that. But, but before that, what I liked how they did was once Cena, you know, took care of Elias. You know, he's standing there in the ring waiting, and then they started playing his music, and he still played it up like, okay, I guess that's it. You're really playing me out, and he's not here. And, and he that, like that came up the ramp. Yeah, he walks halfway up the ramp before the music, you know, before the lights go out again. And I thought that was just a really great touch because, yeah, I mean, yeah, he, yeah. he, I didn't he see... truly sold that, okay, yeah, I guess we're not doing this. I didn't even see Cena get back in the ring. Like, after that gong hit, I, didn't, I was paying attention like, oh, wow, is he, he really is here. I was just staring at the entranceway. Mm-hmm. I didn't even see Cena get back in the ring. 
and the match was what? Two, literally a two minute match. Two forty five. Um, just a, a squash. So you know, as it should have been. Cena got his quick offense in, and I love when he goes for the five knuckle shuffle, and Undertaker sits up, and it knocks him back. Like he's so shocked. And Cena literally got one offensive move in, which was a back body drop, and that 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 was the that was basically the end of his night. Yep, mm-hmm. and it's it goes to the old saying: "Be careful what you wish for, because you might get it." Yep. And Cena did. And and unfortunately, we know the next person that's going to get it from Taker. Uh, Rusev. Rusev. Yeah. Yeah, well, actually. Man. Rusev's got a good chance of winning this match. It's a casket match. Oh, and come on. Under, when's the last time Undertaker won a casket match? When's the last time he had one? WrestleMania 22? It's been a while. Exactly, and he lost all of them, right? He never wins because that used to be the thing. He would win at Mania and then lose at either SummerSlam or Survivor Series, and you wouldn't see him till Rumble. I thought he'd... He lost th- to Yokozuna. I thought he won casket matches, but he always lost Buried Alive matches. No, I thought he, I thought he lost both of them. I know he always he's, lost Barry Alive. I'm pretty sure he lost a healthy amount. I know the one casket match he did win was the only one he had at WrestleMania, which was against Mark Henry. Mark Henry, okay. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, I, he's got a – I think in those special gimmick matches, you know, the record's usually against. So, Rusev's got a good shot at winning it. Yeah, I would I would hope so, but, I'm, I'm, but let's be realistic here. <laughs> then after that, you had the SmackDown tag match, which was 15 minutes long. That match was not 15 minutes. Wait. That's what it says. Which here? one? The SmackDown tag. Daniel Shane. Oh, oh, that's talking okay. about the tag title. The I'm tag like, oh, title. I was okay, like, yeah. that one, No, that one was five minutes. Yeah, I know. Which that was, was, it served every purpose. The Bludgeon Brothers got over as mm-hmm. badasses. And um, and I hope they have a, a lengthy title I th- run. I think they will. And, th- think th- and, they will. Thank, and thank God, after nine years, the Usos finally get on the main WrestleMania yeah. card. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I was really worried. Like, I was, the WWE was going to be like a, like a, do a, 11th hour decision and put it on the pre-show but thankfully now they went ahead and put gave the Usos their Wrestlemania moment after what nine years well, in the company it was, they didn't get a moment they got an ass kicking but maybe but they got, year, but they got but they, they were they, on the main they card they got on the yeah. card though they got on the card they got that mania payday thankfully um, after that was Nyan Alexa, which was good which I, I think I it was liked good. I, think yeah. it was good. I loved it they told what they told a great that story that spot where Alexa slaps Naya and Naya screams and then Alexa yeah, screams. Yeah, that was great. Great. I like the part where not where Alexa. I think Naya is on one knee and Alexa just standing over her, like had that face, like she was sorry, and then she slowly transitioned to that evil smile before giving her a DDT. Like I really like that spot. But let's talk about before the match even started. How Naya basically beat the holy shit out of Mickey James. Uh, Mickey James. Very good. I mean, Very good. God, that was. Ugh. I mean, even the odds quickly. Oh yeah, she definitely did. and her out. We need to give a hand clap for her outfit. Yeah, yeah. that was by that was the most flattering outfit she's worn ever. I mean, she needs she needs to have like four or five outfits like that. Mm-hmm. Okay, that that was just a great outfit she had on. Agree, agree. And I thought she had a great performance in this match. And I'm yes. really, I really like, I like Nia. I'm a fan of Nia. Yeah, I am too. I've been too. She promotes body positivity. <laughs> you know, she also stuck it to a bully. She's fine as all hell. Uh, yes, yes, mm-hmm. she is. Um, and then after that would have been AJ Styles and Shinsuke Nakamura. So here's what I would have done with this. I would have switched Lesnar and Roman and put Shinsuke and AJ last. Um, the match was good. Solid match. Mm-hmm. You know, I think a lot of people were kind of let down by it, but I was I'm, a little bit. I, 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 at first I was kind of like, yeah, this could be better. But then I realized, you know, WWE is not going to let them have a new Japan match. 
New Japan type match here. But the store, the the ending of that match made up for the entire match itself. Oh boy, that ending was. When, didn't I, didn't see I, it coming. I I actually, yeah. well, it's funny. I was like, when he handed him the title, I looked at my cousin. And I said, "Low blow," and he was like, "Man, that would be awesome if he did it." And then he did it. He's like, "Holy <laughs> shit!" Not, and then his yeah. what he did on SmackDown afterwards. Oh my god, that was great when he told Renee, "No speak English." Now, for one, I know his English was really good, and Okada has good English too. A lot of people don't know that, but. I never heard like, you know, Shinsuke speak really good English until last night. All I know is after I heard after that promo, I was like, "Yeah, he's gonna be okay." Yeah, he's mm-hmm. gonna be and, just fine. And, and it, it seems to me like being a heel is more his style. I don't has he that, but that was that was one thing I thought about after like he turned heel. And by the way, those kicks he gave to AJ after the match, I mean, Jesus Christ! Yeah, they were hard. Yeah. They were Man, hard. those look those those look brutal, but. Did he ever work heel in New Japan? I, I can't Glittery remember. Glittery Ninja wasn't heel, huh? Glittery Ninja. I don't. I don't. Remember. I mean, I think it depends. You know, he's not going to be. No, no one's really ever a heel or a face anyway. But um, I, I forget who he wrestled as a Glittery Ninja. I, I honestly can't remember if he was heel. So I was thinking, like in the same mind as Sami Zayn, like Sami Zayn. I don't think he was ever heel outside of WWE, but. When he turned heel, I mean, obviously he's been killing it ever since. Yeah. So I'm thinking like, okay, I don't recall Shinsuke ever being heel in New Japan. So is this the first time he's turned heel in his career? But considering after what happened last night, you know, I was like, okay, well, they they got something. He's gonna be good. He's, he's gonna, gonna be, be good, good in that role, and he and he will be WWE champion before years end. So there's that, and I think obviously last night, like WrestleMania was not. It's not the only. They're gonna have a, probably. A, at least two more pay-per-view matches before it's all said and done. So the best match that these guys can have is coming, in my opinion. Yeah, because to and me, it, it didn't seem like a, a WrestleMania match for them. Just seemed like, like it a, seemed like they were they were both holding back. Or well, it still was a solid match. Yeah, so. I mean, it was a solid yeah. match. There was nothing wrong with it. But for for all the hype and just it, when you found out, okay, AJ and Nakamura at WrestleMania, you know, that's going to be the match of the night, guaranteed to steal the show, and it wasn't. Yeah. Uh, after that, Braun Strowman and his surprise par- partner of Nicholas Nicholas defeated uh, oh, Cesaro and Sheamus. Now, that- I, I oh, okay. Go ahead. Let me let me let me process this. Now, for one, let's 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 break down Sheamus's and Cesaro's entrance because when they came out, I thought they were just doing like some silly little thing in the middle. I didn't I didn't realize that was an entrance because I, I was thinking like you remember WrestleMania 28 when they had Brodus Clay and all you yep. know that crap. I was thinking like they were just doing like a little something for the middle of the show. But then when I saw when I looked close, I was like, oh wait, that's Seamus. Oh, so this is an this is their in okay, this is their entrance. And I thought it was good. I mean, come on, because you know, New Orleans, Bourbon Street, throwing right. throwing beats in the crowd. I thought it was good. Then Braun comes out, obviously Braun once again over is all hell. Especially in New I mean, especially at WrestleMania. Before we go there. I forgot. I love Shinsuke's entrance. Yeah. Oh, Shinsuke's yeah, yeah. entrance. I really like that. I, that one. that was really good. And I, I liked like, Alexa's entrance too. Yeah, and how she was on that pedestal. That yeah, kind of, kind of. Call me crazy, but I can't be the only one that thought this. Didn't they kind of remind you of Ty of Valkyrie a little bit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. I'm glad I ain't the only yeah. one. <laughs> um. So yeah, then uh, yeah, that was an interesting entrance. I liked it. 
Uh-huh. And then Braun comes out, you know, no special. Well, I actually liked what he when he walked through the thing and all the little characters that were I thought he was boat. just going to flip it over. I didn't realize he was yeah. going to throw, throw it off the stage. I yeah, thought he was just going to awesome. turn it over. But I liked all the people running away like they're yeah. covering up their eyes <laughs> yeah. and their ears and their mouths. And, just run- and uh, you know, the, the, the talk of the weekend was like, who's going to be Braun's partner? Is it going to – and, you know, there were na- names I was throwing around like – Joe. I th- well, I thought – The crowd was chanting Joe. Um, right, like audibly chanting Joe. I thought they're gonna go somewhere like a Rey Mysterio route, or they had talked about doing that, or like Hogan. Or they, you know, they no, even, come on. A, a lot Stop. of people, come on. He's sixty. He, a sixty-year-old man with a bad back and bad hip. Come on. He would have done exactly as much in that match as Nicholas. Exactly. Actually, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Uh, big. Sh- I always thought this was going to be a way for them to bring back Big Show. Oh, they they had yeah, hear seventy-eight thousand people groan because exactly, they were like, "Well, oh, I, I would do the same thing." They teased Bray Wyatt because mm-hmm. he mm-hmm. took a picture with him on the flight or something there. Mm-hmm. But then, obviously, you know, when you saw the pre-show, you knew that wasn't going to happen. And then there was always talk that you know he was just going to drag Elias out there. <laughs> and make him be the partner. That would have been great. Once you saw Elias come out before the the Undertaker match, you knew that wasn't going to happen. So he went with the ten year old Nicholas, nine year old, however old he was, and um, I thought it was great. You know, it gave it everyone. It it showed a different side to Braun. Mm-hmm. Looks like we're going to get a better, uh, you know, more face Braun. Oh, he's totally. Yeah, he's been a face for a while now. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he's totally a face at this point. I mean, you got a ten year old kid as your partner. I mean, what's heel about that? Yeah, and I loved when when uh, Nicholas asked for the tag in. That was great. <laughs> yeah, and then, and then oh, the crowd right lost his mind. When, oh yeah, I'm like, see, that's the point of the moment. You know? Yeah, exactly. I mean, he he that kid got over in record time, but he quickly ta- he clearly like he was scared to death. Yeah, well I of mean, course. Well, yeah, obviously going to be scared That's to death. That's yeah, I mean, I'm, you know, he was a referee's kid. Yeah. So, yeah. um but I thought it was fun. I really did. I didn't hate on it like some other people. I thought Oh, uh, I know somebody who did ha- in the building who really hate on it. Dustin Starr. Yeah. He hated on it. <laughs> oh, hate, man. I still got the Texas. You kidding me? Shit on that completely. Oh, well, you know, but not, it was it was fun. It was supposed to I'm be- okay with it. I've I've had we've had days to digest this and I'm like it's okay but it did kind of piss me off when the next night Samoa Joe came back and I'm like you telling me this guy was ready and he couldn't be Braun's partner so well, two WrestleManias in a row I like missed. where it's, I like where that's going though I like that um, they relinquished the titles and now yeah. they're doing well because Vince hates the word tournament they're doing yeah. an eliminator it's not a tournament damn it <laughs> it's an eliminator. Um, and and we, because of that, we're going to get AOP. Yeah. And I guarantee you they're going to be, at least the, if not fighting for the title, in the finals of the Eliminator. Uh, yeah, they're going to go to Saudi. They, you know what? They could go to Saudi Arabia because they're both. One of them I know is 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 Hindu or Indian. I, I know one of them is. I thought, I, thought, I thought they were both Samoan. No, okay. no. I don't think <laughs> Just because they're big and wrestlers don't mean they're Simone. Well, <laughs> well they, 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 they kind of check all the boxes. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so I enjoyed that. I didn't. I, I, but don't I, they? Don't they already have it set up of who's like gonna wrestle next week? Yeah, it's gonna be it? AOP and was it AOP? I know the revival is in it. But yeah, I thought. No, wait. Maybe the AOP isn't. I don't think they. I think they just showed up yeah, and they, they beat. Just, they beat down. Uh, Slater Rhino and, and Slater. Yeah, that's right. You're right. So it's like it's so the it's, revival and uh, Hardy and Bray. 
Hardy and Bray are going to win that. Eliminator. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's Hardy and then they go on to face uh, Cesaro, Cesaro and Sheamus. Th- yeah. yeah, it's going to be Wyatt and Hardy. My bad. My bad. Yeah, but, Wyatt, Hardy, Cesaro, and Sheamus. I, and Wyatt, Hardy win. AOP should be first in line. Yeah. I, well, Cesaro and Sheamus will get the rematch. And it'll, it'll go on for yeah. a little bit. Yeah. Um, after that, you had Brock Lesnar with Paul Heyman defeating Roman Reigns. Now, it's a 15-minute match. Two minutes in the people in New Orleans started to piss me off. Same here. They in our two minutes in. Two minutes. And there are guys in our section. This is bullshit. Oh fuck you, Roman. Blah. And, like, <laughs> and I want to say to these people, like, has Roman had a bad match in two years? No, he hasn't. He's been on top of his game. He's he's killed any match he's been in. If you're gonna hate on anybody, hate on Brock. He's the one that makes this match these matches boring. He's the one that has a limited move set and doesn't want to work. And Roman is out there flying around, bumping his ass off. You know, people want to shit on Roman. Then they pull out the goddamn beach balls, which I put this tweet out there. If you bring a beach ball to a fucking show, I am going I fucking hate you. Mm-hmm. I hate you. You are a stupid person and you do not deserve to go to a wrestling show if you're going to bring a beach ball because it's not about you. And you have two guys out in the ring killing it, you know, busting their ass to entertain you, and you're going to bring out a goddamn beach ball. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that just that incensed me. And, and Ted and my friend Kennedy were looking at me because people were just shitting on it just to shit on it because they don't like Roman Reigns. He's being pushed. Well, there's a reason he's being pushed. A, he has the look of a pro- professional wrestler. True. Especially Ma- by Vince's standards. Exactly. Vince loves, he's a big Samoan guy. Yeah. yeah. Second, he is ki- he has not had a bad match in two to three years. True. Everything he's delivered on. Why is he in the main event? Because he deserves to fucking be there. It's mm-hmm. not because Vince likes him. It's because well, Vince likes him because yeah. a his work in the ring, his look, mm-hmm. and his mic work has improved immensely. These the pro he, he was the he was the build for this match, yeah. and all of his promos were solid. Yeah, and the thing is. But, and my thing is the crowd shitted on it. I mean, for one, it was a five-hour show, which I didn't, I didn't see coming. That show, it, the, the, the pinfall came at eleven o'clock. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And the way I see it, the way you built this match is basically, you got, you got two guys that basically are universally detested by a good portion of that crowd. You got two guys in the ring that most of the people in the crowd don't like. You got one side that don't like. Don't like Brock but love Roman. Then got the other side they love Roman but hate Brock. So you're gonna get that kind of reaction out of those guys. My thing is, was the match bad? Not, not to me. No. But did I see? I definitely didn't see Brock going over. From what I understood, that was an audible. But and why? Because everyone thought it was going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. Now it's going to happen in Saudi Arabia, and those people are actually going to cheer Roman when it happens. And that's the whole. And and that's that's the whole whole point. point. Yep. Vince and wants it to be in front of a more receptive crowd, which that's fine. But if it was supposed to happen at WrestleMania, just let it happen at WrestleMania. If they're going to boo, who cares? Right. There were like 20,000 20, more people at WrestleMania 32 booing them than there was last Sunday. Mm-hmm. So why, why does it matter? Not like you cared about their opinion that much before. But – if he if he wants to have it in, in front of a more receptive crowd in a steel cage, and probably they're doing that so Brock won't have to get pinned to lose the belt, but more than likely probably will get pinned to lose the belt. Because I think when they say Brock re-signed, I'm like, he probably just re-signed to this show and that's it. 
Yeah. yeah that, I don't I think don't, he I don't I, think he signed like I'm a year you. or two I'm, years. Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking it's it's definitely short term. Yeah, it's like okay, I'm, I'm re- he resigned long enough to drop this belt. So And I love Paul Heyman. Yeah, I Paul, love him to Paul, death. Paul Heyman is great. He's great. But I'm kind of over him too right now cuz all of his promos started becoming the same thing over and over again. Yeah. He needs he needs he needs to go to a, either get a new advocate, but I'm sure he's going to go wherever Brock is. So and that's fine. Um because so if Brock goes away from the WWE, you're not going to see Paul Heyman again. Fine, I'm fine with that. We'll see him again. Just probably won't see him as much. Right. Um, I'd love but, for him to they they put him with Ronda. Let let him be the mouthpiece until she gets better at it. Yeah. Oh, I don't. I I don't know. I don't know. If anybody can make it work, it's him. Yeah. Um. So. Uh. Yeah. That's WrestleMania. And after after WrestleMania, like. I stayed at stayed after. I mean, oh, for another thing, Brock busted Roman Hardway. Like yeah. we saw that. Like I didn't real I didn't realize that until like Roman came up with came up with a face full of blood. Yeah, I'm like, oh shit, he busted. Oh, he bust. You know, Orton. Some Orton at some. Yeah, that's exactly. As soon as he took off, like the all the, the pads and the gloves and all. I mean, I knew exactly what was going to happen at that point. I was yeah. like, okay, this and, is and, this and, is Randy Orton. And rest assured, again. rest assured, they wanted that moment. To be what Austin and Brett was in at uh, ninety seven, you know, <clears throat> the blood on the face, the baby face. But got thing is, he took six. One thing that kind of bothered me, he took six F fives. Yeah, that's a that's a lot. Yeah. I mean, when he kicked out the first two times, I was like, okay, he's go. I, I thought he's going to win this match, but six ain't that's kind of much. Well, I actually like that in the fact that it got Roman over is tough. Took a lot to beat him. Yeah. I, I I love that, but. I always go back to it only took one for Braun Strowman. Yeah. That that's the only thing that borrowed. It took one for everybody he faced. One for everybody he's faced since then. So obviously they were trying to tell that story that he built him up as tough, but still it took an F still he got beat. Yeah. And so but I will say about Brock's universal title reign, it's better than his WWE title reign. I don't I don't like his title reign because it's never defended, but that's just me. Yeah. Yeah, because I still hate the fact that now they just they throw out the rule for him of because I mean it used to be known for like any title you had to defend within thirty days or you were stripped of it. He's Dean, actually Dean Ambrose had to lose it. Yeah, you know. Yeah, he's actually kind of done that. I mean, when you count house shows, even though he only wrestled like one minute matches at house shows, yeah. you know. Yeah. But he's defended the universal title in way in more compelling and more interesting matches than he did when he was WWE champion after he beat Cena because. Look at all the matches he had. He had matches with Braun Strowman. He had matches with Samoa Joe. He had that fatal four, that great fatal four oh, way yeah. at SummerSlam. That classic with AJ Styles. You could have put any one of those matches on the WrestleMania card, and nobody would have complained. But so, people did complain just because it was Roman Reigns. Yeah, but not nah, any one of those matches that Brock has had. Those were great matches. So I, I, like I said, I love his. I enjoyed his Universal Title reign, but you know he's just not there every week and everything. But overall, WrestleMania was great. I had, fun. I had fun. I stayed afterwards, and you know, try to take you know take the celebratory Facebook picture and everything. Right, right. And it turns out, like I'm, and I'm, I don't know if I'm wrong in thinking this, but they had fireworks go off like after uh, JoJo announced that um that was WrestleMania. Now I'm thinking like, were those the fireworks that was going to be for Roman after he won? No, I think, <laughs> I think it was just post WrestleMania. I, I didn't. I never heard of. WrestleMania, like having going off with fireworks. I think know? they've done that before. I don't, I don't know. Um, 
we totally skipped this, but did you make it to NXT? I know you were. No, I okay. when I I left Shimmer a little late because I, it was hell getting an Uber because you know it started to rain and everything. But when I got in, the ladder match was just ending, so I got in about like seven thirty, seven forty something. So I caught basically everything else after that. Uh, on you just watched it. Yeah, I on watched the it on, television. Yeah, it was on network. Yeah. Um, hell of a show. You uh, we, you weren't there because you were no, the no, 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 show. No, no, no. Hell of a show. Did yeah. you watch it yet? No, I haven't watched it yet. I've, oh I've seen God. all the highlights. I know everything yeah, that happens, really but I haven't actually gotten to watch it yet. Yeah, it, the it, ladder it, match was awesome. Yes. Um, the title match was all the title matches were awesome. Yeah, Shayna Baszler. God damn, how tough is that fucking? I love. Mm. I'm. I'm. God. I'm loving Shayna Baszler, and and the fact that she showed a little motion after she won in hugging the other four horsewomen. Yeah, Ronda, 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 right. Jessamyn Mendoku, she yeah. who, who they live together with Mia Yim and uh, Marina Shafir, who is um. I think she's engaged to Roderick Strong. They got a kid. Uh, so, Roddy, I mean, yeah, we will. We will. That ladder match was fucking awesome. That ladder match was the nuts. right guy won in Adam Cole, baby. Um, <laughs> those guys. I thought they wouldn't give it to Ricochet. Uh, I admit. Uh, those guys beat the hell out of each other. And I love EC3 had it, I think, had a good showing. I loved his entrance when he pointed at each of the letters coming up. Mm. Um, He's impressive. That was my first time I've ever gotten to see EC3. He had a good showing. Everybody yeah. had a good showing that match. Lars had a great showing. Killian Dane looked great. Yeah. Oh, they had one spot. I forgot who it was. I think it was Killian Dane. And they had EC3. Like, he was, like, laying down. He was, like, laid down in one of the corners in between a ladder. And I think Killian Dane gave him a Vader bomb or something, like, on the ladder. I, I was like. With, with, with Adam Cole. Yeah. On, a, on his back. I'm like, dude. That was awesome. And Mar- and having Mauro uh, Ronaldo on your commentary selling that incredible. I hope to love. I hope I can love somebody as much as Mauro Ronaldo loves his job. <laughs> Man, that yeah. dude. Because there's a there's a clip online of just it's a compilation. I saw of that today. His, yeah, his reactions. I saw. Mama it. I saw that today. I'm like, there is no way he has a voice right now. Oh, yeah. No way. Um, let's see. Let's see what else happened on that card. Cian Amis and Alistair Black had a great match. Alistair Black needs to stop doing that springboard moonsault tease because he damn near broke his neck <laughs> this day. I, I, he really needs to they need to like look dude just just stop that just just stop i like it no i don't want to see him get hurt just stop it but that was a great match zelena vega okay for one i, I love zelena vega but man she was just all up in this match well that's and that's what i love she's an old school valet type yeah. and, and get involved with that uh, let's see. We also had um, Shane. We talked about Shayna Baszler beating Ember Moon. The tag, though, the, the, the tag, tag titles. That the, was awesome. That the was ending nuts. to that match out of nowhere, completely. Out Ro- of nowhere. Roddy Strong joins the undisputed yep. era, and, I, and, and you know me, I'm a Kyle O'Reilly guy. Oh yeah, he's great. I I love that spot when he took. I think it was from he took a German from AOP and looked like he was going to Hulk up and he ended up just falling out of the ring. Yep, <laughs> that yep. was that was great. That was a he's great a spot. great wrestler. He, he really is. is. I seen him live. He is a great wrestler. Um, great match. Great great ending. Yeah. And then shocking ending. And then Tommaso Ciampa and Johnny Gargano. Man. Okay. Now Holy I'm gonna go. Shit. I'm gonna go ahead and say this. I I know one person and I ain't gonna mention his name, who. Acts like, why is this the main event over the title match? And I almost, I almost had an aneurysm. I'm like, was it Dustin Star? Yeah. <laughs> I'm. I, I literally, I legit almost had an aneurysm. I'm like, I, I hope you didn't. I, I hope you're joking. 
I'm like, this is old. This is Taz and Sabu. This is Generico and Steam from Ring of Honor. This is a year in the making, a year build. Three hundred. What tomorrow said? Three hundred and twenty some days mm-hmm. from the time he got injured to now. I mean, you saw online and on NXT of. I mean, this guy lost his lost a title match, a great title match against Cian Almas. Yes, and he lost his job because of Tommaso Ciampa. Mm-hmm. And here, Johnny Gargano, here he is waiting at the performance center for this fucker to come out and ch- trying to chase him down on foot while he's in while he's in his car, which is a Ford, by the way. Because I don't remember that because Otis Dozovic said, "Oh my lord, it's a Ford." <laughs> <laughs> and I love Otis Dozovic. I'm just saying, but and um. You see another video that I fucking love where Johnny Gargano is where Tommaso Ciampa basically ha- it's a cell phone video. Probably the best I, you know WWE's been doing a cell cell phone video thing yeah, lately. Yeah, yeah, this is yeah. the best cell phone video promo they've ever done by far because it's three in the morning and Tommaso Ciampa is waking up and all you hear in the background is Johnny Gargano banging down his door trying to get in at three in the morning. <laughs> it was fan I mean fan it was masterfully done. And then we get to the match, which I was I was glad they put it on last because obviously it was the match that most people were invested in. And this guy has like Andy Kaufman in Memphis Heat. Like no music, which I'm glad they didn't play because they, right. they obviously knew he was going to get some kind of heat. But, man, it just seemed like it went on forever. Uh, yes. Um, spots I love. Uh, Tommaso teasing the DIY and then hitting the yeah. knee. Um you know, just everything they did in that match it told such an incredible even with the refer- story. Even with the referee, they had Drake Younger wearing a black T-shirt. He didn't wear the traditional stripes. Mm-hmm. They they basically they wanted you to believe that this was completely unsanctioned. Now, oh, another spot, man. The fact that this happened in w- on WWE TV still blows my mind. When Tommaso Ciampa uh, exposed the concrete, mm-hmm. and oh. he took that power bomb oh, on the on that concrete. Oh my God, I jumped up. I was like. Christ, and the sound it made. Oh, that was just... Oh. Uh, the exposed turnbuckle. Yes, that helped. was another great spot. But Johnny Gargano putting putting Ciampa in an STF and using his own knee brace. Quick tap out, by the way. Mm. Well, the, the, yeah, because he used a freaking weapon to help him tap out. <laughs> no, but what got... Um, an, another spot that got me is, because, is um, when Tommaso took off his knee brace, exposed his knee, it was going to basically give him the you know, give him the running knee to the face and Gargano picked up that knee brace and just smacked him right across the shin. Mm-hmm. You heard, I mean, that just that sound was mm-hmm. sickening. Mm-hmm. I mean, overall, that that was just a fantastic match. Fantastic. And the, and you know, Candice Michelle comes out and helps him celebrate and it hits you right Candace in the Candice LeRae. Candice yeah. LeRae, excuse me. <laughs> Candice uh, LeRae comes out and helps celebrate and it just hits you right in the feels. Like, he got yeah. his job back. He got, I mean, the build for this is probably one of the best builds you could see for a show. Um, I love watching Tommaso whenever he would do his slow wave goodbye. Yeah. That was great. Um, at Access, someone was telling me a story. Somebody came up to him and wanted him to sign a Johnny Gargano sign, and he ripped it up <laughs> and wouldn't sign nice. it. Good. Uh, at Access, which I got to tell you all about Access. Oh, I didn't go to Access. I did. We went Saturday morning at 8 a.m., they, I know they had they have wrestling there already. Uh, they had yeah they had um, an NXT ring set up, but uh, I didn't really I was I, so here's how the day went. We walked walked around. They had a lot of stuff to do, a lot of stuff to see. Um, lines for wrestlers. I got in line for Becky Lynch, but there's no way I was going to get a chance to meet her, so I moved on. And 
DDP was signing. We went and we, you know, I went and met Jimmy Hart again, and mainly because Ted hasn't. So we all met and him and his son. We all took a picture with him and we told him like, um, we told him, uh, you know, we were we watched you on Channel Five, and he was like, that was some great era, wasn't it? And you know, yeah. we were like, it was the best era. <laughs> um, and then I got in line for DDP because coming up was Gallows and Anderson. Uh, I was in line for an hour and a half. I got in line at 10 o'clock. The set, and the way they do it is you pay for a session. So you get 8 a.m. to 12 p.m. And you get uh, all the superstars did two-hour blocks. So two-hour blocks, then someone else. So got in line. I waited an hour and a half to meet Gallows and Anderson. And when I got up there, uh, I said, going to see your boy Kenny wrestle tonight. And he's like, oh, is that tonight? Like, come on, bro. You know damn well <laughs> Kenny Omega, your buddy, Kenny Omega. I'm sure y'all I'm sure you've met up with him and talked to him this weekend at some point. Of course they did. Um, but we took a did a two suite with him and while I was in line, Daniel Bryan came out at the NXT ring there. And people were losing it and like people were getting out of their lines to run and see what he had to say. And he ended up saying he would love to sign Tommaso, I'm sorry, Johnny Gargano to SmackDown. Uh-huh. So kind of teasing that, even though we didn't see that this week. But right. it yeah. was so cool. They had like um, all sorts of things. You could take your picture. I, I got They had a giant box, like an action figure set up, so I took a picture in it. Oh, that's sweet. Uh, they had Undertaker's like uh, uh, casket you could stand up and take a picture in. Um, they had things where you could do with superstar entrances, and I'm not the type to go do things like that in front of people. And I probably should have gone and done like Jericho's entrance because they give you a copy of it. Oh, okay. Um, people were doing it, it. Like we heard like six Bobby Roode entrances at one time. Like people kept <laughs> yeah, doing that one. Many. I know. I know. They, I know. I heard about some Bailey entrances and Sasha entrances. Apparently, some dude did Naomi's entrance and like recreated it step for step. Oh, wow! <laughs> and it was uh, the, the people got a good laugh from it. Um, they had all sorts of things. They just had tons of things you could do. They had matches going on, like Mustache Mountain wrestled the Street Profits in a great match. And at the end, Trent Seven and one of the Street Profits go to shake hands. And they keep getting close, and everyone's getting closer and closer and closer until they're all laying down their stomach. They shake hands and then roll out of the ring. It was so cool. (laughs) Mustache Mountain, for some reason, I just love their entrance. I just love when they walk it. The way they walk in, they they have a little pep to their step. And And then they get on the ring uh, in the apron. And both roll in, stand up, and throw their towels at the ropes. I mean, it was just, it was so much fun to see those wrestling. And that was the twice I got to see him. I'm like, oh, yeah. shit, Mustache Mountain again. Yes. I saw Mustache Mountain twice. I saw Tony Storm, Mercedes Martinez twice. I mean, they they had a couple other NXT matches. Um, I didn't, I, apparently, um, Ono and Keith Lee wrestled. Yeah. At Access. That would have been something to see. I think Ono did wrestle at Access while we were there. I don't know who we wrestled, though. Um, and they had like you know you can go do commentary, which the way they have that set up, and I really wish I could have gotten in line to do this because it would have been with Tom Phillips. Oh man! And I could probably, but they have like several. You don't call a whole match; you just call spots. Like you could call when Seth Rollins cra- cashed in on Roman and Braun. Right. So you could do that moment with Tom Phillips, and um, they had to, they had a foam pit you could go jump into, which my fat ass can't jump in those because I can never get out of them. <laughs> <laughs> they had. Um, they had all this. They had some old sets set up, like the ECW set, oh, the, sweet. the gigantic R's or the gigantic letters for Raw. For Raw, yeah, oh, I, saw, I saw that Raw. picture. Yeah, saw um, that they had the WCW steel letters there. I would, I would went through that one. Ted's cousin or my cousin put his kid in the C, 
and he was laying down in there and took a picture. They had a giant bootios set huh. set up. Um, they had like women a women's revolution thing you could go walk through. They had uh, legends of. I'm pretty Elvis. sure Bula wasn't in there. No, hope not. Um, <laughs> they just had so much to do, and it, you know, four hours. You you think that's a long time, but it's. It goes by. It goes by, and you're like, because, you know, you want to sit in line. Like, uh, if I had time, I probably would have liked to have met Nash and X-Pac because they, they had a meet and greet. Oh, I didn't know that. Um, you know, they had – who else? They had some other older folks there. Hillbilly Jim, Bob Backlund, which hardly anyone was in line to see Bob Backlund. Bob Backlund was at WrestleCon, and, yeah, there, there wasn't too many people in line. Virgil was at WrestleCon, too. Virgil showed up at, <laughs> Virgil showed up at Evolve. Oh, I know and that. no one ha- and like it looked like he bought like the cle- went to the clearance rack at Kmart and got his action figures and was trying to pock them off to people there and like no, no one wants a fucking Virgil action figure. No one likes. <laughs> nah, people, I mean, I, now granted, at WrestleCon there were a few people I saw taking pictures with him and everything, but like, and I emphasis on few. And another thing I saw at WrestleCon, like walking out the barbershop. Oh wow, wow. Yeah, I took a not small video of the barbershop. <laughs> one tweet I liked. <laughs> That I saw after Braun and Nicholas was like, just don't go to the barber shop with them, kid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. Uh, what else? They, I'm trying to think of anything else we may have done at Access. We got a free five hour energy by filling out a survey, and we needed it, and that lasted for me like an hour because I had no car- calories to burn. Ah. Uh. Um. Let's see what else did they have? What else do they have? Just all sorts of stuff. It was there was yeah, plenty I mean, that, to do. Think about that. It's just so much yeah, going oh. on. They had a booth where you could cut a promo, and like they recorded it and gave it to you. I didn't get a chance to do that either. Oh. And people were going in there together and cutting promos on each other. I mean, there's it was seventy bucks to get in, That's but a lot of money. but there's plenty to do. Yeah, and, you could pretty much stay there all right. day and do whatever you want. Now the thing is, if you want to meet like the bigger stars, like if you wanted to do a VIP meet and greet, you had to you a that helped you get in lines quicker lines, mm-hmm. and then you got to meet like. Seth Rollins or Daniel Bryan or uh, they had somebody else at a VIP that would have been cool to meet, but but how much was the VIP? Hundred twenty five to get it to get that. Uh, you should have done it. Well, I, Daniel Bryan wasn't there, and I because when I saw he was going to be doing that, it was like Sunday at eight a.m. and it yeah. would cost one hundred twenty five. Now I would have got loved to have gotten my yes shirt signed. Right. I mean, it would have been worth shine. it. Yeah, uh, looking back, I probably should have, but. Hey, hey, what, what, when they I, what, Atlanta, if, yeah, when they do one Atlanta, I'm probably gonna <laughs> I'll, me and I've already told Mike he's gonna go because yeah, I'm not joking, man. You there's just so much going on, and plus you have the city life to that to. No, you're not a big drinker, but people watching was great. Anthony was down there. Yeah, I knew he was down there just for like sociological. Con- yeah. He said the line at Starbucks was awesome because it was either people dressed nice for the sociological conference that his girlfriend or his his wife was there for, or people wearing wrestling shirts. Yeah, they're probably and just looking at us, like looking at wrestling people, like we're weirdos or whatever. <laughs> um, there are d- d- belts everywhere. Everyone oh, had man. their belts out, mm-hmm. walking around Bourbon Street. And yeah, I, 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 I've taken a picture with. I've literally asked everybody who had a belt, "Can I take a picture with your belt?" And I did that, like, and I probably got like twenty pictures in my phone right now <laughs> of me with just random belts. Uh, the block party was fun. You I didn't. Know, they I had, didn't get to the block party. You didn't. Okay. Nah. They, they. It was fun. They just had. You know, music and beer and just tons of people there. Big Show came out and talked to the crowd. Um, Tamina was at it and a couple others. Oh, and there was, oh, there was somebody at WrestleCon who I kind of hate I didn't take a picture with, mainly out of fear. 
but Minoru Suzuki. Oh, there. I would have oh, loved wow. to have seen Suzuki. Yeah, he was there. He was at WrestleMania. You know, had yeah, a yeah. big ass beer in his hand. So was Okada. Yeah, Okada was there. Tanahashi was there. Um, Let's Ishii get was, Ishii was there. He was at WrestleCon as well. I mean. Um, let let's get to Raw because we're we're at a minute, an hour and forty five. Uh, yeah, That's a long pay per view. Talk about Raw. I didn't go to Raw. <laughs> I didn't go to. I came back. <laughs> I had to get that drive done, and yeah, got, I, one we, more day would have killed me. Yeah, we got back. At, I got say I got back around three o'clock. Same here. Same here. Um, Raw was interesting. Raw was uh, Raw was good. Raw was good. AOP debuted. Uh, women's you had Ember Moon debut. I didn't see coming. Um, I did. I figured she dropped the belt. It was to move up. Uh, who? Any other debuts? AOP. Oh, no way, Jose. But no one cares. No, yeah, he's I so mean, garbage. My friend sent me a text, and he was like, um, "So is this guy like Adam Rose, but black?" Uh, yeah, I seen. I seen it. I'm like, yeah. well, I, I don't know who you're talking about because I'm not watching. And the first thing that went to my mind is like. Did they call up Velveteen Dream? And then I was <laughs> no. like, which he had a great showing at NXT yes. too. He's I mean, twenty-two years old. Yeah, it is twenty-two. It is how young that guy is! In three years, he's going to be a top player. Oh no! When doubt. he gets just a little bit of experience, oh my God, he is he, he's going to be a superstar. Absolutely. Now that Alistair Black got the title, I'm just saying. Yeah, he could easily fit into a feud with him. Hey. Um, but uh, yeah, No Way Jose, AOP. Ember Moon. Joe came back. Joe came back. Bobby Lashley. Bobby Lashley. Yeah. God, who, 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 I mean, God, that dude is just massive. Yep. Yeah. Um, Paige announced her retirement, which, right. you know, that kind of hit me in the feels because you knew she. Yeah, we knew. It's just we were just kind of waiting for the official word. And very fitting that it happened in that building, same building she debuted in. Yeah. Yep. But let's go to the line of the night. <laughs> and you know where I'm going with this. I know where you're going. Yeah. Sami Zayn, Kevin Owens oh. walked, walked in all, walked, walked in Kurt's office, which I wasn't surprised to see him there because I mean you know I they, need, did, yeah. they did lose yeah. the night before, and Kurt you know basically and I, I've watched this count I watched this more times than I even like to admit to, but Kurt says oh my tag team division is full, but I hear TNA is hiring, and oh. that crowd was like what. I mean, that crowd was like, whoa. And you could clearly see Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens, like, they were trying not to smile or oh, laugh. Yeah. But, man, I mean, WWE's first official reference to TNA ever. <laughs> and they're it, not even called that anymore for, like, the yeah, past year. they have been called that in the past <laughs> year, but they finally referenced them officially on, on their product. So, it was on Raw. Vince saw it. Vince heard it. And he... And it, and it happened. Now, granted, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn did have a fantastic match. Those are two guys I'll never get, yeah, I'll never and tire of seeing wrestling. And I like the right. finish. I like and the, the finish. finish. Yeah, I like, like the double count out. Yeah. It, and I think we're going to get El Generico in the WWE now. El Generico ah. and Kevin Owens, they're going to do a, a mass gimmick. Hey, I'm down yeah. for it. I, I, I like it. I like I'm it. I'm down for it. Hey, they could, if anybody can pull it off, it's those two guys. They can make that work. Roman Reigns um, upset because he just found out the way he found out that he's going to be fighting in a cage match. For I thought that was well done. Yeah, but what my my thing is, why would you be upset? You getting a rematch? Well, I mean, upset upset because the way he found out about oh, well, yeah, it was yeah, on yeah. social media, and like no one told him, but. I like that. He, the, I like. I like where it's going. Yeah, it's like it's like. Well, you're in the Trump administration. You don't find out. You find out stuff online. You don't find <laughs> out from the people that check you work for. <laughs> yeah, just check Twitter on your job status. Um, let's see what else. Any any other big things really happen on, on Raw? Raw? Not not that I can mm, think Rousey of. Rousey 
did well, the same thing to, yeah, yeah. to Stephanie again. Which was awesome. Yeah. So it's they're kind of like, this is going to be the women's Stone Cold and Vince. Vince. Yeah. Only difference is Rousey's going to be the star. I don't think Stephanie's going to be a much a bigger... Uh, she's not going to be any more bigger or smaller after this after this whole thing is over with. I, I foresee at some point there's going to be a match and it's going to be like Ronda one-armed against Stephanie. Oh, come on. She's still killing. Uh, yeah. Maybe, but still, the, you know, they're going to do stuff, uh, gimmicks like that to get some stuff over to build. And they and they need to, they're going to have to build her up for Charlotte too. Yeah. Um, what else happened on Raw? Oh, that, that had a nice little interaction between Brother Nero and Bray Wyatt. That was interesting. Yeah, yeah that was yeah. interesting. And I like how they're like, what was that all about? And he's just like, hmm, I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, that's it's going to be interesting. Like I'd like to, I, I want a Hardy stable, like and and get a couple more people. Yeah, you can add like a one. You can add like one. I mean, come on, man, Hardy got his whole family pretty much in a stable. Only difference is they're not on WWE TV. Right? Had Matt had Matt had a solo match at WrestleMania, I guarantee we would have saw like Rebecca on the stage playing piano. Yeah, mm-hmm. and she was cool. at and she was at WrestleCon too. Her and King Maxwell, which nice. I was surprised to see them there. But uh, she looks she looks so fine in person. We, we got the announcement of the Eliminator. Yeah. <laughs> um, because um, Nicholas is only in fourth grade and yeah. won't be able to travel scheduling on the road. Scheduling conflict. Yes, yes. Yeah, so. huge scheduling conflict. You know, can't miss those bookings. <laughs> um, and I think that's really all the, the big stuff that happened on Raw. We got uh, rematch, or Finn and Seth had a match, didn't they? No, nah, well, Finn and Seth, Finn, Seth, and Jeff Hardy and Jeff against Hardy. the Miz-Daraj. Right. Against okay. Miz-Daraj, yeah. And Miz-Daraj good match. lost. Yeah, it was a good match. They lost. They got buried. And Seth, I think after the show was over with Seth, pretty much kind yeah. of acknowledged the beach balls, and they started throwing them in the ring or yeah, ringside. Seth, yeah, that, great. Thanks, Seth. Yeah, he just um, encouraged beach balls for the next five years. What, yeah. I, what I was surprised is there were not many surprises on SmackDown this week. You know, you got a new GM in Paige, which I was like, I thought, um, they're going to bring back Bubba Ray to be the GM of SmackDown. But when they said Paige, I'm like, that is awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was I was actually worried they're going to bring Jeff Jarrett. Yeah, yeah, for, yeah. But they brought Paige. I'm like, okay, that's good. That, that makes yeah. sense. I, and that makes that makes me happy that she's still involved with the company. And you know, people were hating on her when they did that commercial for her movie. And, and yeah, well, you I don't all, think I don't think they were hating on her. It was basically the main thing that they played it so many times. Well, no, just yeah. well, no. I don't think I think they were hating on her for their for her looks. A lot of people were. Oh, and I'm like, on. man, go fuck yourselves. Come on, be lucky if Paige gave you the time of day. If somebody looked as half as good as Paige came across you, I mean, she'd probably be it. It probably be the finest woman you've seen all week. Right. Um. So yeah, I, I really like that. But there really uh, weren't many other spots. You got the iconics, and then you got a Carmella cash in. That was I. That was, ever, when I saw when I saw the beatdown happen, I'm like, it's gonna happen, Carmelo. Oh, honestly, I didn't think about it. I did. I, I, did. Did, I did not think about it. Still wish it would have happened at WrestleMania. Yeah. Well, but funny thing, Carmelo was at WrestleMania because like where I was where I was sitting at, like you could see the, the pre-show was like, on like right on the other side, so you could see like the lights and everything, and you saw Carmelo like, I saw the briefcase, I saw her raise it up, and she was saying something, I just didn't know what she was saying. So she was there at Mania. Yeah, she was in. She was like the first one eliminated from the. Uh, I didn't see her Battle, Battle Royal. The Battle yeah. Royal. I haven't watched it yet, but I knew that that happened. Yeah, I, she, she I knew she was. A, yeah, she was the first one eliminated, and that kind of gave me a clue. Like, oh, she may cash. She in. may cash in now. Yeah, but they did that. And here's the thing: the referee, when they're trying to cash in, by oh, now, by so now, long. you know, you should know the rules. They're gonna cash in when they want to cash in. Take it and cash it in. We don't need. 
that's just I get he was tr- maybe trying to create some drama, but it's like, come on, bro. By now we know it, it went know. too long. I mean, it was like he did that for what, like 15, 20 seconds. Yeah, it's yeah, like, it's like you, you, you want to ca- cash it in? Go yeah. announce it. What, what she, he was like, cash it in, like right now, like of course, yes, right now, right now. But she got the wait win. till she gets up. No, you know, she got the win. It was awesome. Um, I think she's going to have a good champion run. I think she's going to be a good heel champion. I yeah. really do. Yeah, she's going to be a good cowardly heel champion, mm-hmm. as she should be. Um, first of all, getting the iconics on TV. I mean, let's be, let's be honest. They should have been on SmackDown months ago. Yeah. And I thought I thought their call up was going to come months ago, but hey, it happened last I night. It was going to be at like the last superstar shakeup or whatever. Yeah, exactly. And on top of that, you know, they had they cut a great promo too, a great heel promo on Charlotte, and they beat they beat the hell out of that girl. I I thought seeing Amos, you're going to see seeing Amos show I don't, up. Nah, I, don't, I thought he was I, dropping the title. I thought he was going to come back up, but maybe they're not. Well, really they, all I know is I, I I was I didn't think about seeing I didn't think seeing Amos was going to come up. But thing is, you got um what's it? if you bring him up, you got to bring Selena Vega up too. Well, like yeah. don't oh, leave yeah, her course, in don't leave her in NXT. Just, yeah, her, well, she's not a wrestler. She's a well, she is. She can. She's not a wrestler, but she can wrestle. Well, yeah, but I, I want to see her stay in the. Valley. Yeah, she's staying um, the manager. Let's see any other big surprise. That was the really the big surprise. Yeah, it was the um, iconics. Uh, my cousin got to meet the new day. That oh, that's I saw sweet. that picture. At, yeah, at, he was at the. Uh, they came to the school. He was working at, and normally he doesn't take pictures, but he was like, he had, yeah, and, and his superintendent, which is his boss, was like, "You should go take a picture with him." So once he knew he wasn't getting trouble for it. He took a picture, and Big E is just the best. He's <laughs> taking those pictures. Yeah, just just surprise look on his face. And it's like George, a good camera. Producer George met, yeah, met the I new day, that, yeah. and like his picture with with uh, with Big E was just classic because Big E just threw a look on his face, and he's just those three guys just have fun. Mm-hmm. Now yeah. their entrance. Oh, we forgot to talk about yeah, that at Mania. Yeah. That was creepy. The midgets, the midgets with the in the pancake yeah. outfits that, and then they were doing the worm and stuff. I'm like. This is creepy, I don't, <laughs> but that was fun too. And they had they had a nice little graphic too with the rainbows and the pancakes. Yeah, and yeah. Everything. I like how they added that stuff in. Yeah, because like I had the network, I, I literally had like two stri- two screens playing. Like, cause where I was sitting at, I was like right under, like the you know where the plaza section is. So mm-hmm. I had like the network version going, but there was kind of a delay. So I tried to like I was like not watching that. Yeah, the network version had like a delay on it. So I was like, I was trying not to watch it. Then I had the screen like right over the ring, and then you had what was actually going on in the ring. So I was trying to focus on more what's going on in the ring. Yeah, me too. You know, me too. Well, I, we where we were sitting, you know, is sometimes a better vantage was to watch the screen. The screen, yeah. but still, we and my cousin was like, "Fine, kind of feel like I'm cheating. We're cheating ourselves here watching the screen." And because you know where you're sitting at, I mean, yeah, yeah, it, yeah. it was still cool. I had a blast. Yeah, um, I think that's we're we're at right at an hour and fifty five. Oh, so. we got can't forget we had Brian versus AJ. Oh God, and that was a great match. Yeah, great match until their bastard Shinsuke ruined. No, it. no, 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 no. <laughs> that was perfect. That was perfect. He came out. He gave that Kinshasa to Daniel Bryan. I'm like, dude, seriously. I'm like, stay away from his head, and please. Like, and didn't he take? He took a German in that one or something with his head, and it it, it just, no, it was a. It was off the top rope, wasn't it? Oh yeah, a, be- a belly to back, and yeah. and AJ turned it around, and he like landed right on top. Oh man, I'm like, dude, you you literally wrestling like you never had a concussion before. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, can you like, we don't want to put, we don't want to see you on the shelf, and 
think about it. All I know is when Shinsuke interfered, that opened the door to give Shinsuke exactly what he's been wanting since the day he signed. Right. I just hope it's on pay-per-view because I want that match to go 20 to 30 minutes. I think it will. Mm-hmm. I think it will. Okay. Because it's not going to go 20 to 30 minutes on SmackDown, unfortunately. No, 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 no. no. That, it's crazy that they gave away Daniel Bryan and AJ for free. But that, but it wasn't a complete match. So Right. We'll it wasn't a complete that. match, and it was, and it was really good. Well, let's wrap this up. As we like to end every episode, we like to do Superstar of the Week. So, Mike, Arnez, I want to ask you, who is your Superstar of the Week? There it is. Oh, Superstar of the Week. Uh, for me, I'm going to have to give it to Keith Lee. Okay. Because, I mean, how many matches did this guy wrestle? You know, on top of going to, on top of going to NXT – well, going to Access and beating Cassisono, being at Evolve, Progress. I mean, the guy was just literally making the rounds all weekend. I met him. Basking his glory. glory. Yeah. And, and I wore his shirt to WrestleMania. Everybody was complimenting me on on his shirt. shirt. And so, yeah, Keith Lee, definitely my okay. superstar for the week. Mike? Rowdy Ronda Rousey. That's a good rate. She yes. silenced all the haters and it she had phenomenal showing this weekend. Absolutely. So, do you guys really have any guess as to who mine is? Uh, that could be about three. I can think of three or four people. I'll give you a clue. Bro. <laughs> yeah, Matt Bro. Riddle. I got to see Matt Riddle wrestle twice, and that his match with Will Ospreay was the best match I watched all weekend. Man. It was so awesome. And, like, Will Ospreay gave Matt Riddle this um, power bomb, and I mean, it looked fucking brutal. And I don't know it, it, the the, uh, the bro lock into a moonsault, the Spanish fly tease. Gosh. Oh, hey, speaking of Spanish fly, oh, the last thing we'll go back to <laughs> Charlotte and Oscar, yes. Charlotte nailing that Spanish fly. I never saw that coming in that match. I never saw a right. woman do that move, and I, you're right. That was a that it, was a new one. It looked beautiful. Yeah. Oh, I was like, wow. I don't think I've ever seen a woman you know do a Spanish fly. That's another. I'm going to give a second superstar of the week, and I got to give it to Charlotte Flair for that whole match, her entrance, um, everything. Yeah, I mean, th- th- that girl's amazing. Yes. Th- there's no other way to say it. If, if anybody's going if they're going to have one woman main event WrestleMania for the first time, it definitely needs to be her. Not necessarily, oh, yeah. and not because of who she's related to or no, anything. No, 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 no. Because she. She's a. She's, she's she, legitimate. She's she legitimate. deserves it. Yeah. Exactly. You're right. <laughs> You're absolutely right. All right, folks. Well, we're going to get out of here. Thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading. The easiest way to get to this podcast is to subscribe on iTunes and while you're there, leave a five-star review. Be sure you're following us on Twitter. We are at Oversell Podcast, Facebook.com slash Oversell Podcast. You can follow me. I am at Derek, D-E-R-I-C-K-O-V-E-R-S-E-L-L. At WolfMike23. At Arnez8706. Also, be sure to head over to OversellPod.com and check out the Amazon link while you are there. There's no extra fees, hidden fees. It's just you shopping on Amazon like you're already going to do, and we get a small kickback on anything sold through our leak. You have been listening to the Oversell Podcast.